Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. You got to get back to like, what's our identity? Like, what are we good at? And not get so caught up in like trying to pull a fast one on Vic Fangio. Like, Surprise, and, Farrell Brown. Didn't right. see that coming, did you? People who have had very hot takes lately. Oh, Were they out scorcher. there, any of the hot takers? I'm not sure who you're referencing. So uh, that, uh, Greg Bedard. You know, Vera Tucker is a pretty... Uh, <laughs> that's, that's two days in a row of really Vera good Vera Tucker. It's Deuce. Holding down the fort here for a minute. Fred dealing with stuff. Our version of Patriots <laughs> Unfiltered. What is that? What's up with your voice? Ooh, that sounds delicious. Shorty balls. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Keep it going. <laughs> I couldn't keep going. Keep I, it going. I forgot. I forgot. Your balls are so tender. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay with being seen that way is my point. Right. Because you know? you're the one who cares. The, the Demario. This guy. Mac Jones says it's, uh, what, the best he's seen on film? I mean, yeah. He's seen two other defenses. Yeah. Well, but... <laughs> I mean, over, you know, wow. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And we're one day closer to the New Jersey Jets. Yes, New Jersey. That's where they play. That's right. Is this still the Meadowlands? Call it the Meadowlands? I I still call it that. Yes. But is it technically the Meadowlands? No. No. Well, I think, yeah, well, the technically whole area. Yeah. yeah, the area. Technically, the old stadium was the Meadowlands either. Arena. Yeah, it's East Rutherford yeah. is yeah. where the stadium is. I'm East still stuck Dumperford. at the New Lines. Jersey Jets. Yeah. I'm yeah. still stuck at that. Why are you stuck at that? <laughs> That's I mean, where you're they right. play. You're right. I mean, if they called us the Boston Patriots, it'd be wrong. Right. You'd be the Foxborough Patriots. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why we went with New England. It's we, all fine. We take the whole region. We were Six. pouting. Billy Sullivan was pouting. That's why we're in the New England Patriots. Yeah. He was mad. I was just on a Zoom call with Pat Sullivan. Were you? I was. Really? Is that random? <laughs> I spoke to Pat Sullivan once, like the first year that I worked with Fred. We were doing, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use the page that's been around, we were doing 40th anniversary <laughs> stories. I didn't realize he runs uh, that's how TV long trucks now. Been, yeah. He has like a whole TV oh, truck really? business. Game they Creek, do, Game yeah, Creek is Game huge. Creek. They do Thursday oh, yeah? Night Football. Oh, they're yeah. a thriving company. Yeah. 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 It's kind of cool. Give him a shout out. Like, I've, hey, yeah, I've seen those, and, and I've they seen those do a trucks. Very good yeah. job, by the way. Shout out to Game Creek. Yeah, they're a good company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gets the Freddie stamp, stamp of approval. approval. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, so, what do we got? We got um, Tyreek Hill calling our offense simple. But no, no. no. You're, mis- wow. you're mixing up your uh, wow. chatter okay. from other teams. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill actually he was incredibly yeah. complimentary of Christian Gonzalez. He was. Yeah. No, I know he was. He was. And well, I'm not like, sure you know because you just said that he <laughs> called the offense. <laughs> who, who called us? Oh, oh, sauce. Sauce. Gardner. Sauce. 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 Gardner. Sauce. sauce. Tomato sauce. Uh, Tomato he sauce. called us. But, but in a nice way. He said what they do, they do really well. I yeah. thought what he said was completely false. No. Yeah. Felt I, like, I, I, felt like <laughs> Belichick yeah. speak pregame. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I think he was talking out of his butt. They're really good. I really All do. Phases. Yeah. I think he was trying to be complimentary but didn't have anything to compliment, to be yeah. honest with you. Yep, it is what it is. And I think he came up with something to say that was, but it's easy on the quarterback. Th- yeah, but wait a minute. Yeah, you don't weird. think he came up with that? That's what his 
His room was saying. I, I don't know, but saying that the Patriots' offense is easy on the quarterback could not be further from the truth. I know, but I'm, so, my, so point like, is, my, my point is Sauce Gardner didn't come up with that out of thin air. Uh, That's what was know. being said I, when I think they were going a pretty over outspoken our film. Guy. I think they were possibly. I just think that they he was trying – they asked him, what do you think of the Patriots offense? He didn't want to say what Paul just said and say something completely negative. So he just started talking out of his butt and he came up with what he said. And I think so that that's the a, reason why he's saying it's easy for a quarterback is because all the throws happen inside of 10 yards. So yeah, that's I, what he's talking about. This is his yeah. exact quote. They don't really have a complex offense. It's pretty simple for the quarterback to get. The gap scheme, everything is really simple, but they excel at it. What they try to do is to get other people to mess up. They just do everything right. Yeah, everything. So I think he tried to compliment. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Yeah. I think he was trying to be complimentary, but didn't really have anything to compliment. But I, when he talking about gap scheme, and he didn't come up with that. That's what he was told by his defensive coordinator. Did anybody tell I you that. what the uh, the offenses are when you break it down? I, I'm just telling you that this the Bill O'Brien offense is not easy on the quarterback. I yeah, understand I what I, Paul I, is saying. I, no, I totally agree with Evan on that. And we've heard the quarterbacks talk about it. They put a yeah, lot on the quarterback. Right. Yeah. But if you're a quarterback watching the defense and you see what throws they make and where they threaten That's the numbers, That's why I think he's saying. That, that, but that, that if I you're the understand. quarterback getting up at the line, trying to figure out what coverage they're in and having to make all the pre-snap you know, calls and everything. How many completions did he have in the last game? And six of them traveled more than 10 yards. Like yeah. That's what Sauce Gardner's talking about. That's fair. Like, that's why he's saying it's easy. But I, I can go back countless like Vinny Testaverde, Doug Flutie, Brian Hoyer, like they've had a million backup quarterbacks that have come through here and talked about how much they put on the quarterback mm-hmm. and how difficult the system is. So I know that Evan's right. They don't yeah. th- it's not an easy system on the quarterback. Yeah. And is that because Tom Brady, you know, had was so good at it they just kept adding and adding and adding and putting more Could and be. more yeah. on that position. That sounds about right. Yeah. It sounds about right. I mean I don't know how complicated it was in, you know, the early two thousands when they were first kinda getting going, but twenty years of building and, you know, evolving the offense into I mean, I think that's kind of a a big thing about like what we don't really talk about, you know, especially with Bill being a defensive coach, is just the offensive explosion that has happened over twenty years and, you know, that he's been here through that. So I think that, that kind of highlights the gap so to speak of you know what what where maybe he's fallen behind a little bit is that it's also the league the league in general has just gone full bore offense you know and it's there's not really a place for defensive coaches anymore you know it's just it's not part of the game anymore as it once was maybe when he started yeah Oh. So, okay. I, killed, I killed the room with that one. So that's um, so, that's so, that's sauce. <laughs> well, I figured Fred had uh, yeah, uh, more things you, he was going to attribute I, to sauce. Gardner. I, 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 I uh, or Tyreek Hill. <laughs> what, what, Tyreek Hill was talking about yeah, Gonzo. Got some length yeah, and can yeah. run. And uh, I don't. I mean, I, I don't care what Tyreek Hill has to say but, about but, anything. Yeah, I mean, just if if you I just do. watch the film, you can see <laughs> only if it's Gonzalez, nice. <laughs> you know, sticking with him. I I think he had a good game. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I definitely had. I think everybody. I mean, think so. I think he had a good game. But so does everybody else. I, I, I mean, you make it sound like you were arguing with I'm someone. Trying to, Some I'm people. trying to get you going. Because yeah. um, I'm impartial. One more uh, interesting little tidbit I thought when we were in the locker room yesterday. Um, Juju spoke again, which I give Juju credit for speaking. Like, he spoke last week. He's been in the crosshairs. A lot of times those guys hide. But he's both this week and last week kind of, you know, gone in there and spoke. But he spoke of being frustrated about how hard they work and how, you know, it just hasn't paid off yet. And – I get what he was kind of getting at, but I also couldn't help but think, like, I really still believe that they push these guys, you know, I don't want to say more than any other NFL team, but I would say they push these guys as much as any NFL team does. And at what point when you don't get the results that you're looking for, 
do you start to kind of not buy in anymore? You know, and, and at what point is that frustration going to boil over and say, you know what, we're all busting our butts and we're not getting. So I'm not I'm not buying in anymore to this. You know, like that. It just he, he literally said, you know, we're getting frustrated because we're putting in so much work and we haven't seen the results yet. I hope they see the results this weekend. But, you know, what results are satisfying to him? You know, what results are going to make them say, hey, all this work that I'm doing here that, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe it was more, maybe it was less than Kansas City, whatever. But, you know, they're all busting their butts. And, and if it doesn't translate at some point, when yeah. do they kind of say, it's, you know what, I'm done. I'm done putting in all this extra work. Well, and, and then maybe he's hearing other people say, well, we just need to work harder. And he's thinking, uh, uh, I'm, other people, I'm working what, as hard what other, as I what can. Other, what other people? Well, and that's, yeah, no, and, and that's Mac. And, and, you know, but it's like I, I imagine being one of those players and saying, I can't work any harder. I'm here like, what 14 else, hours a day. What like, else do what, you want from me? What else do I have to do to, yeah. you know, all of a sudden we can move the ball, score points, and not shoot ourselves well, in I'm the foot? I'm hoping that this week, at least for one week, we get a reprieve, we get a win. You know. So what about the weather, though? I think that's just what like, about the you know, weather? that's, but that's, it's what probably, the, you know, are, it's like one of those games where it's going to kind of just, what all are, right, this what is, are, you know. It's going to rain. Like, what what are, like the isn't weather? it wind, too? I thought it was, I, I thought like this 10, was like, I an, saw like 10 miles an hour. Oh, I, what I, are they I thought saying that this was, well, I thought this was like rain Are we getting a storm? When you're dealing with Zach Wilson, like, if you're Jets, like, any sort of conditions that are going to make him worse. I don't want Zach Wilson throwing the ball a lot if it's, it's if it's 75 and sunny. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, I just. If it's a storm and it's going to prevent you from throwing the ball, then that's different. Yeah, no, I, all bets are I, I off. I didn't think it was just a drizzle. I thought it was a storm. I'm getting maybe a I'm, cloudy maybe with I'm, rain yeah. likely in the morning, then partly sunny with a chance oh. of rain in the afternoon. Okay. Yeah, like it, it's going to be like opening day. I it rains the, the whole day, opening day. But it was twenty-five twenty. That's just what my app is saying. It's not always correct. <laughs> well, it's not, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming <laughs> Volan. I mean, let's say it. Who, who's oh, the one who put this out to three? Well, I just always think it's funny because it's like. I just think if it is extreme weather, it's it's the great leveler, and all of a sudden you have what happened in Buffalo a couple of years. You know, it just but it's, yeah. but also is a coin but, flip. But I think it's a coin the, those game. are different kind of games yeah. when the weather yeah. impacts it. I don't think just because it's going to rain nah, nah. in the middle of September, it's going to be. Brady huge had some impact. of his best days in bad weather, especially yeah. on on a turf field where you know you're not dealing with mud or anything like that. Oh boy, it's not going to slow the Remember track that, down. That mud game with Corey Dillon. Oh yeah, uh, who's mud all over his yeah. jersey and he's running for two hundred yards. In the tires. No, so no socks. And I were just talking about one of those games against Baltimore back in '04, um, before the stadium went to turf and it was just a mud bowl. I think that's I think what I'm thinking. Jarvis of. Green yeah. had like a fumble return at the end oh, of the game. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm thinking. Kyle touchdown. Bowler. Kyle Bowler. Yeah, Kyle. It ma- yeah, that makes sense. I remember Pop Warner. We lost a kid in a puddle. Just oh. yeah, he just uh, he died. We never found him again. Yeah. <laughs> what? Tamara's looking like huh? <laughs> Fell in a puddle. It just never came. Who would have thought? Yeah. It was a sinkhole. Yeah. Do you guys ever keep track of how many times Tamara just puts her hand like over her face and shakes her head at us? Oh, uh, we had a like classic. During the course of a show. We had a classic when she's just out. There's a great Tamara moment yesterday. We were talking um, about uh, like red flags in a somebody you're maybe dating, and somebody brought up. Um, astrology, and then and then somebody was like, "Well, what are you?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm a Taurus." And like, interesting. And I'm like, "That's Tamara." <laughs> Tamara's always, "What are you?" Yeah. Oh, Gemini. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or or the other one is that explains a lot. <laughs> what are you a Gemini? Check please. Yeah. <laughs> oh my wow, god. Everybody's coming. Everybody's coming at me, bro. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, but I do think if if it is really bad weather. Um, I think it favors the Jets, don't you? A little bit. If yeah. it's really bad yeah. and you can't throw the ball, yeah, yeah, 
the, the team that doesn't really want to throw it is probably going to benefit Does a little bit more. Does either team really right. want to throw it? Yeah. I think yeah. we do. Yeah. We should. Uh, Zach, it's not you. It's we lead, the, lead, we lead the, the league in pass attempts. <laughs> I don't think that's on purpose. <laughs> no, I don't think it is either. You fall down two scores yeah. early yeah. in every game, you're going to lead the league in pass right. attempts. Do you think it's a problem? Like, I, I find myself, like, kind of getting flustered a little bit that we've had two games across the league and everyone's overreacting to those two games and and how those two oh, games unfold. Well, for every that's team. The, that's, that's the beauty for every of the team. NFL. Yeah, that's I what know. happens. It's I try to pump the brakes a little the, bit, but it, everybody's it's 18, like. 18 sagas. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. What, yeah, that's what makes the NFL so great. It is. It's one game a week. you got a week between each game. And the buildup, the, the post-mortem, the buildup to the next game, it's – that's what makes it great, I think. And everything you, know? you said last week is going to be completely irrelevant this week, right. and you just change. Well, I mean, but with this team, it's they can not score, <laughs> Mike. They can score. You could be the Chicago Bears where things are bad, and then they get worse. <laughs> but, that, um, but with this team, I it's been talk the same story. It's just yeah. like that's yeah. why I I don't no, feel that, like it's that. overreacting because it's we've see, this is the same no, yeah. script for two three yeah. years now. And I didn't mean that directly as like just the Patriots. It's just everybody. Oh, I mean, it's like well they're seventeenth in the league right now, and that obviously and it's like well yeah, but what's the sample size? Like six plays, like six plays right now are, are defining your whole take. No, I, I totally get that, but I also think that we do it for everybody, and that's I, I I'm with Fred. I kind of like that. I think that's why the NFL is king is because you have these buildups every week to the event as opposed to like 162 oh. or you know or 80 yeah. plus in the other two sports. I, I think the playoffs are equally compelling probably in all the sports. But the NFL just having that one game, one you know, win you move on, lose you're out as opposed to the four. I, I just think it lends itself to that drama. And I, I like it. I You know, they have the segments on these national shows, and it's Overreaction Monday. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. they know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not even like they, you know, they hide it. But it's like if you're overreacting, like a good example, the Bengals are also 0-2. Oh, yep. oh oh, reacting to the Bengals being 0-2 oh and, and reacting to the Patriots being 0-2 oh is not apples to apples. Like, the Bengals have all the talent in the world to pull out of being 0-2, even 0-3, I would say. They could win 10 straight games, and, and they'll be right where they, they belong at the end of the season. That's that's not what's going on here. No. Yeah, it, the one caveat there would be Burrow, as long as he's okay. Yeah. It looks like he's dealing with I know he's got a Theragun on his calf there yeah, on the sidelines. But, but it, you know, one of the, the segments I saw earlier this week had the 0-2 teams, and there's a handful of teams like the Patriots that are in that. And they were like, you know, 0-2 team that you feel the best about. And it was like the Chargers, the Bengals. You know, it's the teams that you don't expect to stay 0-2. Right. Yeah. You know, with the, you know. Well, we won't be 0-2. Well, no like team, no team will stay 0-2. Like huh? Arizona, <laughs> Arizona, you know, no one was like, said, no, you know what, they're like a player. They could have won the game. They, mm -hmm. Obviously, they blew a big lead, but no one's. Yeah, but you still fall back to what your preseason expectations were. And, you yeah. know, That's Cincinnati. Maybe San Diego. That, that, this is one of Whatever. two things that are irking me right now. Oh, about about I that, love things that, that irk Evan. Oh God, it's, it happens too often. Like you're overreacting to a team that is 500 for four years. You know that really grinds my gears. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Who we who was, who are we talking about? Now? Just in general, like just oh just the Patriots. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like oh, you know, you're like settle down you're overreacting um, am i though like th we've been in the same spot for four years like this isn't anything new the other thing that is really grinding my gears is that the patriots are turning the ball over because of self-inflicted wounds i don't feel that way i think their turnovers are because they don't have good enough players that are forcing the issue 
I, I feel like Mac Jones throwing an interception to Xavier Howard is because Xavier Howard is a better cornerback than Devontae Parker is a wide receiver. I don't think that, that was a forced, unforced error. I, th- um, I think I could argue that it was an ill-advised throw, but I don't think it was unforced. No, but ill-advised is an unforced error. But ill-advised is because they're trying to make a play. Like, like they got to make some plays down okay, the field, but and go he's work, pressing go to make a play else. down the field. Yeah, but I, I get that. But like, there's I love not being there's, involved. <laughs> no, but there's good decisions and bad decisions. But teams that are be- are not good, yeah, make more bad decisions than teams well, that are good because I, the teams that are good don't need to press the issue. Well, and you could also say that teams that aren't good, there's less good decisions to be had. That's my point. Okay, but I, I, so what, I, I still say that Max pick six. What's that one? On, on what a is first, that? Is that, that was, first, was that ill advised? I don't know. I've lost. That's what I saw. That was a first down, right? <laughs> the Parker throw. Yes. Yeah. So, like, what was he forcing? To make any sort of I know, play, I know, down two I, scores I, late in the third quarter still, is Evans' point. Yeah, I still say it was ill advised. But anyway, it like was ill advised. So yeah. Demario Douglas because of the situation. Demario Douglas Never cutting back that. and then trying to run, like seeing the end zone, and his eyes get wide, and he thinks he's going to house it from forty yards out in the NFL is not an unforced error to me. That is, he's not fast enough to do that. Well, that one I agree. <laughs> like, no, that one I agree with you. Or Max pick six to me. In, in the Eagles game was a guy that was juiced up for week one and rushed a decision. Threw it high. It was a rush decision yeah. that didn't need to be rushed. And I, I think that all of these types of things are what are what teams that are not don't have 10 million big plays available to them like a team like the Dolphins. The Dolphins don't necessarily need to press the issue every single time they have the ball to try to make a play and try to push the ball down the field. So if they had T. Higgins, Pop Douglas wouldn't have fumbled? If they had other players <laughs> that were not, like, <laughs> that you're, you're, you're trying to, like, force the issue. Like, we saw this in week one with Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones is back there fielding punts, and there's three guys coming down on him, and he's not fair catching the ball because he's trying to make a play because he knows I'm like the only game breaker on this team. So if I get it, I don't know about that. I just think it was just a bad decision. I don't think, I don't think his decision in his mind is like this game's on me. I need to do. I guarantee you it was, but (laughs) see, guarantee it. Those are things that you can't prove, and I and I get your point, Freddie. But from Evan's perspective, what he's saying is. It's a bad decision born out of desperation. No, I hear you. Like, if he fu- like he did fumble on one of those. It went out of bounds. Yep. Like, if that goes down as a turnover, if that stays in and they turn it over, everybody's going to say, oh, it's another unforced error. No, it's not. But, I th- like, if the, if his coaches are saying, hey, we need a big run back here, you know, be, I don't think they're telling him that. I, I don't think the co- it's not about the coaches. And, and, I think it's a mentality right. about the players. And yeah. I think the same thing happened last Ooh. year. I that's, think that's scary. I mean, if they're the already desperate and pressing in week two, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I, that's 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 pretty I, I frightening. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's. I, 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 I think it's, a, it's it's a typical PU yeah. semantic argument. I'm, I'm not I, saying I, it's, I, it's, and I'm here for it. Believe yeah, me. I'm I, not I, saying I it's listening. not a real thing. Um, you know, I I agree with you on the Demario Douglas one, but on the on the uh, Mac Jones one, I think that was a for uh, unforced error. I think the bigger thing about turnovers, he didn't is, need to do that. Which is kind of you know. Kind of did. parallel to what you guys are talking about, and, and I, I like I said, I think you guys are both right in in a certain way about whether or not they're forced because they're they're pressing or they're just making bad decisions. But I I, I look at it as like, so I think Tua did everything that Mac did. 
on his interception. He made a bad choice, a bad throw, bad everything. And they pick it off. Dolphins defense comes out and stops them, three and out. They get the ball back, and the first play, touchdown. Like, that's what you do if you're a good team. Like, you can make a mistake, and it's not going to derail the whole game. And I feel like the Patriots have made a handful of mistakes that have completely put them behind the eight ball because they can't recover from them. And the DeMario Douglas uh, fumble is is the best example. We talked about this yesterday. Then they ended up going whatever it was, 83 yards for a touchdown after recovering a fumble. Yeah, but, you know, at some point, though, you know, like to Evan's point, if they're 0-3, right, mm-hmm. then you can make the point that every mistake they make now from that is because they're pressing, because they're 0-3 and, oh, my God. You know, like, t- you know, you can't let them off the hook like that. I think individually. My, my whole right. point That's is – That's why I think it, both of you guys are right. I, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily that I think pressing is maybe, like, going a little too far. I just think my, my whole point is, is everybody is like, oh, just stop turning the ball over and you'll start winning games. I don't think it's that simple well, for this not. team. Yep. And I think that that's like everybody's just chalking up the first two weeks of the season of, well, if you didn't, t- even the head coach who said it after the game on Sunday, if you just stop turning the ball over and you stop shooting yourselves in the foot and you stop, this is what, this is what it looks like when you're not a very good team. Like you turn the ball over, you make penalties, you give up well, sacks. Good teams like, turn the ball over too, but to Paul's point, they overcome. Not as much as bad teams. No, but every year but when you look at teams that lose the turnover margin, the teams know, that are bad are the ones that lose it in, by a lot. In general, that is in, that in is general, the truth. Right. That is the in, great the great predictor of right. success is and, the turnover and right margin. Right now, the Patriots are minus two. Right. You know. Yep. So I also, as we talked about previously, I think is a little deceiving because what is actually a turnover isn't really getting credited as one. I think turning it over on downs in your own territory is a turnover. Yeah. Like the Eagles did on opening day, but it doesn't count as one. So the Patriots are still minus two. You know what I mean? Yep. I Block do. field goal. Patriots take over in Miami territory. Yep. Doesn't count as a turnover. Sounds like you got a new stat brewing right there. It could be the, uh, no, the Paul just, Perillo it, it's index. The same, it's the same thing with the defensive points. Yeah. You know, and the only points they actually count is when the guy houses it. Whereas if he runs it back to the two and they go in, no, oh, that's offensive touchdown. Like that's pretty frustrating. And I know the DVOA takes into consideration stuff like some that of those, too. Yeah. Some which of them is why, yeah, some know. of them are like you really want to see what the real points like are. Points like four, point points six, against doesn't do. Yeah, that. So like it, a pick it, six shouldn't count for the offensive. It irks me that like when you look up like who are the offenses that lead the league in points. Well, those that points per game counts defensive yep. touchdowns, counts special yep. teams returns. And yet it's used for offensive. Right. Like, can we just measure? have yeah. – can I just have offensive points? Yep. Like, Clean raw it up. offensive right. points. Clean it up. Because yeah. for, in 2021, for example, the Patriots were a top-10 scoring offense. They wouldn't have been <laughs> if you took, if out, you took out all the defensive scores. touchdowns. That's actually so, fair because if you look at the Cowboys' 40-point win, if you subtract their two defensive touchdowns. Right. No, I think absolutely when you're looking at offensive stats, you shouldn't include what the defense does, yeah. you know? So, that's – I don't know why they don't do that. No, like I said, there it's are some much work. some of those yeah, metrics do – some of those metrics do take into account the short fields and yes. the direct points that, that are scored. And, you know, some of those are a little bit more accurate yeah, um, I mean, indications. Listen, if, if – you know, if the offense takes over at the 10 and they score, give them the points. They scored. Nah. The other team had a chance. But nah. but uh, a pick six shouldn't – those six points shouldn't go to the offense. No. 
you know. Would you have like a minimum drive distance of? Uh, from, well, I would from have different categories. Yeah, I would. I would have um, you know drives of fifty yards or greater for for points, as opposed to you know those could be weighted more. Yeah, I, and and that's exactly how I would do it if I was you know into that sort of thing. I don't really care, so <laughs> just, I just seems I, like I, I care a little. I, no, you know, I, know, my po- I was you know thinking a whole segment. Is. You know, like yeah, this is what they say the points are, but when we go to the Perillo Index. Actually, well, well, and I'll give you an example of like right now. (laughs) The 07 Patriots weren't that good. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Well, see, but that's that would be silly. 60 yard touchdown bombs. Those would probably count pretty high. I would say the the 07 (laughs) offense carried the defense. You can't count any of Randy Moss or Rob Gronkowski's touchdowns because they were just better than everybody. By DVOA, the 07 Patriots are the greatest team of all time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't need DVOA to tell me that, but, like, you know, better than the 85 Bears, better than, you know. Speaking of the Bears. The oh, Bears. Paul, you said you what wanted happened? to talk about yeah, What did that guy do? I've heard a lot exactly of people. No, I've, heard, I've seen is. a lot of people being like, "It's bad." Like, and I, but well, I've never yeah. seen anyone actually well, say what it what it was. There's like, so does anybody know? There. Supposedly, Peanut Tillman now works for the FBI. Right. That that did that that's didn't not true. happen. None of that's true. <laughs> no. 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 He doesn't work no, for the FBI. No. None of that's. He's true. not an informant. He didn't punch the ball out off the field. This is not the Departed. Okay. Anyway, they raided. Wait a minute. They didn't raid Hallis Hall. That no, wasn't they true. Didn't no, they didn't raid Hallis Hall. They didn't raid but they didn't raid, they didn't raid his house? That's no, not true? Apparently, that apparently none of that. Like, according to, was it Ian who tweeted yeah, that? Yeah, Rap Sheet said, like, had, like, three bullet points of, like, the original report. Peanut Tillman is not involved in whatsoever. So that part of it was false. Hallis Hall was not raided. That part was false. And I don't I don't know about his house, but, like, he's under investigation for something. Okay. So but it is it's, true. But okay. I, don't, I don't think that it's, like... Well, he tendered his resignation. Yes. And there's yeah. a text that got out where he said, I royally screwed up. Yeah. And then the, the Bears handled it internally by tendering his resignation. And so the league isn't involved with any sort of investigation either. Those were sort of the three points that, that rap sheet. Yeah. The, the, someone uh, in, I think it was Courtney Cronin, I think was the, the name that I saw yesterday in Chicago immediately shut down the Hallis hall part. Yeah. The other, I I don't really buy any of the other people trying to say what is true. I I think that there's something going on with Alan Williams. Oh yeah. I mean, you just don't resign like that for no reason. Like the only thing yeah. that I thought was shot down yesterday was the Hallis Hall part and yeah. the peanut. But Tillman. nobody. Where did everyone even yeah, get that from? Does he not work for the <laughs> That's FBI? Such a weird thing to he say. He does not. He does not even work for the That's FBI. That's such a weird peanut thing to Tillman? say. Peanut Tillman, because that was that was definitely making the rounds yesterday. Yeah, that he was. works for the FBI. Yeah. No, he doesn't work for the FBI. Peanut Tillman. They said that Peanut Tillman was the whistleblower. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, okay. and apparently he has nothing to do with this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, not buying that. That this is How's crazy. That? I don't buy that. Well, that's that doesn't the, come out of thin air. That's what the new reporting is on it, at least. But I, I, I'm not really interested in the Peanut Tillman part. I'm interested in what he did. What he did, yeah. yeah. That's and why is nobody know. writing it? No. Well, there was speculation. But what? So we can't do that. I, I, I'd rather not. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know what the speculation. Okay. Because I don't. I, I, I tried to find it yesterday. Is it yeah. an Olivia Benson episode? Oh, <laughs> wow. Is that SVU? I'm asking. Yes. I have no clue what that is. Matt a little slow on the draw there. <laughs> yes. Law and order. Law and order SUV. I said Matt. Wait, like <laughs> one of the 17 law and orders? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there it is. Also, also in Chicago. He's not the um, best producer in the business. <laughs> Justin Fields had to um, backtrack on something he said in one of his press conferences, but the issues he's having and. He said, yeah, it's, uh, coaching? It's close to being and then over. He, and he got back to the locker and called the media to him and said, hey, um, I didn't want that to get twisted. I didn't mean that the coaching mm. is bad. Yeah, yeah. Know. He meant he's 
thinking too much about the, what he's being coached. Yeah. But terrible look. Is is yeah. uh, is it still terrible? Tr- is look. it true last game they won was here? That was the last yes. game in yes. Chicago. Yeah, won? they lost twelve in a row, I believe. Oh boy. We have a weather update, by the way. Yeah, come on. Okay. When now yeah. now it's a monsoon. Uh, you're not far off. Are Good. You, are so you a meteorologist? If that's if that actually uh, happens, then according I would to say the National Weather Service. Oh, there you go. There is a tropical cyclone warning. Okay, so that's different. That affects the game. uh, The East Coast, that's going to affect uh, Washington, Buffalo, Baltimore, Indy, and the Jets and the Patriots. Wow. So a tropical cyclone. A cy- okay. What is that? I've never heard that tropical before. Cyclone. The bomb cyclone? Yeah. I've Remember heard, that one? I've heard that Bombo one. Genesis. Bombo Genesis for the snow. Try to make a t-shirt off that. Didn't a sell tropical it. cyclone. <laughs> Not 28.3-esque? No, I did a no Bombo Genesis off t-shirt. 35 mile an hour wins. Not a one. <laughs> 35 mile an hour wins. That, that passes the Perillo index? Yes. That, impa- right. <laughs> that impacts the way the teams want to play off. Yes. It'll be nothing. That would be just our luck. If Pop, that happens. Pop Douglas... Gets in the open. He's running down the field. <laughs> the just, and all of a sudden, the cyclone just takes him up in the air, and we never see him again. No, so Bob, the Pop Douglas thing. On? Off to Oz. <laughs> I was really glad that uh, Ramondre Stevenson chimed in. Oh, God. That killed me. That killed me yesterday. that's exactly what I wrote. Oh, my gosh. Right? That's exactly I what I wrote Tuesday. I, was like, I missed a lot of time. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Ramondre Stevenson. He just came out and said it. Yeah. What? 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 Wait, what? He said, well, I hope he doesn't. Uh, I hope well, he doesn't have to miss a, a bunch of games like I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did see yeah. that. Yeah. I thought that was, um, I don't, you know, like some of these things, like we talk about them, they happen and you assume, and but just to hear a player come out and actually. Yeah. Like, What's the word that Fred uses when little things like this, like fester, uh, you fish, know? Fissures. Yeah. yeah. Is that fissures. what you, that's, that's yeah. what you use yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely. fissures. I mean, thanks, Captain Obvious. This is a big game. We're going to win this one. If they lose this game, I think some of that stuff. Yeah. But that's. You, I think you started it with the show, Mike, about Juju. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do think, and like I said, I don't think there was anything wrong with what Max said. About, you know, we have to do – like, basically, yeah. he's saying we, we all think we're working hard enough, but we're 0-2, so it's not, it's not enough. And I can also understand it from a player's perspective saying, well, I'm doing everything I can, and this guy is like – Yeah, what do you want me to do? You know, what do you want? And I'm not just talking yeah. about Juju. I'm talking about the yep. rest of the team. Yep. So that kind of stuff can be fracturing. If you don't yeah. get some success. I mean, do you guys ever remember anything in the 20 years? And I know that losses were few and far between. Uh, and certainly losing streaks were, were even fewer and far between. Do you, but do you ever remember an instance of Belichick kind of pulling back off the hammer a little bit and lightening up things or, you know, taking some proactive steps to say, you know what, we're, we're all so just like grinding on it right now. We need to take a step back. I don't know and about reset. that, but like a lot of times, not just Par- uh, Belichick, but also Parcells. When they play bad, you think, oh, this is going to be a rough press conference, and that's when he would lighten up. And then sometimes when they kick butt, he'd come out with the you know, the reverse psychology. Definitely you know? would do that. And yeah. I would say I don't know enough about whether he pulled back on the throttle, but I do remember there was one year they weren't playing particularly well. I want to say it was between – it was probably like 05, 06, somewhere in that area. And – he was like telling the players, like, when you make a good play, oh yeah, get yeah. up and celebrate. You should be yeah. happy. You should be happy when you make a yeah, good play. That was '09. Right? That was in the. That was in the. Was um, it '09? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the, the back of He was highlighting the win from '08 against Denver and showing, you know, uh, was it the? No, it was yeah, it was the win. But that was he was contrasting it with that. Somebody makes yeah. a play. Yeah. Nobody seems to care. Right. You know? And he was telling them, um, you know, you should be excited. 
get up and show some excitement. Mm-hmm. So let that's kind of like a, a lighter kind of bill. Like yeah. you would think that you know, old school. He doesn't you know just act like you've act, done it before. Not right, that right. kind of nonsense. Yeah. Um, but he he went the other way, and yeah. I think Fred's definitely right about Parcells, especially. But Belichick too. Just when you think it's like, oh my God, this is going to be awful, and it's yeah, the, it's not quite he, as awful. No, he recognizes yeah. it's he, never he, great, but no. it wasn't quite as bad as you thought it was going to be. Yeah. But but I think the point I was trying to make when I brought up the weather initially was just that the Patriots need this win so bad, and what if it just happens to unfold like the Bills game did a couple years ago, and and that's what the Jets do. The Jets run the ball, and and they have you know a couple big plays, and you know it, it's just it's a game that was completely impacted by the weather. They're zero and three though, no excuses. But really, just a game you can't really judge, like that Buffalo one, where you know nobody's throwing that out as an example anymore. It's just, it's well, a tough spot. It's a tough spot to is, be in a must-win game. Then you got to go to Dallas the next week, right? You know, but to be in a must-win game and, and you got a what was it? A, a cyclone? <laughs> is that what it was? Tropical, 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 tropical cyclone, tropical Michael. cyclone. No, sorry, isn't it just like a hurricane at that point? Like, no, nope. I don't know. It's a tropical, tropical cyclone. We, we need, well, the the, <laughs> the difference between those would be the Did winds aren't strong. On well, <laughs> okay, but what is winds have to be over a certain like, amount I've for seen a hurricane? Like cyclones over the water. Water, mm. But like, what is a land-based cyclone? What is that? Tornado. I don't know. Why don't they just call it a tornado? <laughs> I, I, this is. What's the difference between a cyclone and a tornado? <laughs> There's got to be a listener out there who's a weatherman. We need, Somebody we need please a meteorologist. Call Before I get yelled at, I am totally joking around. <laughs> what is a tropical? Cyclone? I know nothing. It's I, probably going to be warm. I bet. Like it'll be kind of. Okay. You know, it'll be kind of hot out maybe because it's tropical. <laughs> oh my god. It's tropical. What's it going to be like in here, Mike? It's not going to impact my ride home, is it? (laughs) That would be a good drink, though. You know, cyclone, tropical cyclone, tropical cyclone. I'd like that. You do some uh, pineapple juice. Mixed drink. No. Pineapple juice, guava juice. Yeah. Maybe some rum. Yeah. Such an LA. Yeah. Guava. A tropical cyclone. Hipster, it's a guava. I like Hipster it. doofus. <laughs> you get like an acai bowl Paul, you wouldn't understand. Headache oh. No, I wouldn't. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> smoke. Well, you have to use the premium liquor. <laughs> use that cheap. It seems like a tornado yeah. is a single event, and a tropical storm consists of several dozens of connective storms. Say it again, please. Tornado is like a single event, and a tropical cyclone is comprised of several to dozens of connective storms. Oh, so it's just cyclones everywhere. Just things just popping up minor left and storms right. That instead of chaos, it's not like Wizard of Oz, where one big <laughs> tornado just tears through the it's town. A it's a twister. It's, hey, it's a lot of different ones. Uh, like Zach, we're not going to throw. It's not because of you. It's really not because of you. It's the weather. Yeah, well, was, uh, as Bill said earlier in the week, you know we've won games while throwing three passes. We've won them while throwing fifty. Yeah. He okay. said that. Score he points. did. Oh, Score God. Points. That's like when he references the Super Bowl, the second one against the Rams. And he, like somebody asked him like a couple years ago about like the game changing and offense and all. Well, we won a Super Bowl 13 to 3. Well, what about the AFC Championship game, Bill? Like, <laughs> right. did you win that one 13 to 3? Someone too? actually tweeted that out. I forget who, or I'd blame them. Uh, it was about, Chad Finn. <laughs> about how it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl? I mean, yeah. like. So the actual game, that's what you're going to – like, that wasn't the lowest-scoring team that won a Super Bowl. Right. Like, that was the lowest-scoring Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, one game. No one says you can't win a game. Right. Like, once. <sighs> uh, Mike, you mentioned uh, the, like, what Belichick, like, pulling back or whatever. And it's not necessarily pulling back, but I was listening to one of Paul's shows the other day, and Ted Johnson was on. And the 01 team started 0-2 also. And so did the 96 team. They yep. both started 0-2. And Ted Johnson mentioned that after the I don't know Paul probably remembers who they played in 01 when they yeah. lost the second game. Yeah, Ted Ted Jets. got this wrong actually. Jets. He misremembered yeah. it. Yeah. Fred, 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 Fred will remember it. Yeah. So they he buried the ball. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So Bill took them all out there. Had had some poor equipment guy and probably dig a giant. They hole physically did it. And is this still out there? You think? And physically buried the ball yeah. and said, "We're moving. You know, we're moving on." Oh we're, yeah. It's with yeah. Jimmy Hoffa. Um, <laughs> Should we go look for it? Is it out there somewhere with like a? Well, I was assuming it got detector. lost in the uh, construction. <laughs> and then uh, Matt, Bro's, that, Matt, it, Matt Bro's dad. Uh, oh, that was that was great. He, his thing was ninety four. You know, sh- uh, sh- keep shoveling. It's the shovel. So they had the shovel in the dig locker in. room. Yeah, dig in. Yeah. When, are you, when, are you, when are you guys going to have enough? When are you going to fight back? When are you going to dig in? Yeah. And they brought a shovel out, and that was like that seven-game winning streak that sent them to the playoffs in 94. They had a shovel behind them, kind of like T.J. Sledgehammer. Yeah. I love T.J. Sledgehammer. Yeah. And then Parcells, what he would do before a game, you know, trap games, before <laughs> in, in the morning he had somebody hang mouse traps all over the locker room. Are you going to fall for dangerous. it? You're, you're going you're to fall into the trap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anyone get hurt? Imagine uh, this like high level, yeah. multi billion dollar business, and this is what right, we're doing. Trying to like set a mouse. But trap Ted Johnson was funny. I heard um, the same clip that that Evan talked about. The only thing is, he did that. Um, Bill did that after the fourth game to drop them to one and three. Yeah, they went zero and two. Brady came in. They won the game against the Colts, and then they went out to they went down to Miami and got absolutely obliterated, like they often did down in Miami. And they came back up and they buried the ball. Like we're just washing our hands of that whole game it's a metaphor and, uh. and ted and ted johnson was funny he's like yeah i don't know he's like i didn't really make much sense because but then we were all like it shows you how dumb we all are we were all like yeah yeah all right new start like here we go waiting for and a, it worked waiting for a football tree to grow uh would that still work today like i was still like i, they, I think guys are kind of like know. oh god this is hokey like what are we doing i think <laughs> if you did it today someone would be like recording it and make fun of you on social media oh remember shackleton's adventure or yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that yeah. was another motivational thing oh what they go and watch the, they went and watched they watched this the documentary movie. about yeah how they survived this ordeal yeah yeah i like that story it's yeah. a good one <laughs> page turner yeah I read. I read the book. <laughs> All one, right. other, one other correction to be corrected about the weather. Apparently, Peanut Tillman on. does work for the FBI. <laughs> he does work for the FBI. Yeah. Now, now I'm completely all in yeah. that they're just covering. Thank you, Ashok, for that's, for pointing that that's out. Hilarious. Yeah, it does work for the FBI, but yeah. didn't I'm all didn't in inform Ashok. on this. <laughs> yeah, but the, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying that. Yeah. There's a rat. Yeah. Anyway, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline web radio at Patriots.com. We're going to do picks a little later uh, at ha- on the halftime show or the show within a show. What are we calling it? Halftime show. Yeah, I think PU halftime show. Okay, the PU halftime show, they're going to be giving away T-shirts. Oh, he's gone. All right. Yeah. They're yes. going to give away T-shirts. He's had enough of you. I what? think we have he's Evan. probably went to go get Paul's food. That's yeah. Probably. Oh, fetching it. So he's got a, he, he needs a forklift. <laughs> This is what I get for buying them lunch. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bury your sandwich this is, out. This in is the, the in thanks the... I get for buying them lunch. <laughs> I like that I made Tamara laugh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to the phones. Uh, we'll go to uh, Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? Happy Thursday, everyone. Hey, happy, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Uh, so just a couple quick questions because I know you got picks. Um, and ter- uh, let's just say on a scale of one to ten, how important does everyone think it is? To not only establish the run, but run effectively this game. Can the op- and can the offensive line pull it off? And uh, my second question is for everyone: Do you guys think that um, Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo, compared to where they were when they first started in like 2019, like how much how much growth have you seen from those two guys as defensive, you know, play callers and game planners? And that's all I got. I'll 
take it off the Okay, iron. thanks. Ooh, that's a, that's so a the first one, one, I'd I'm say bad. about a six. Six. Five or a six. I mean, I think it depends a little bit on the weather. I would, I would put more importance on not letting the Jets run than making the than the Patriots yeah, running. The I would ball. agree. Yeah. Okay. I would agree with you. And then, growth of Mayo and Steve Belichick. That's an interesting one. Um, I'm going to try not to get off onto a tangent here. No, I, I mean, I think that there have been good things. I mean, I, I think they've been kind of throwing everything at the wall for a few years. I don't, I don't really. I mean, I don't want to say this as a negative that I haven't seen development. I just think. They continue to do what they do. The problem for me is just that they can't get over the hump against the good teams. And, and it's like, oh, their defense, it's so multiple, and they throw so much at you, and you never know exactly. Well, it doesn't really seem that hard for the good offenses to decipher it. And, you know, I think I think Steve had a real good game plan. I thought they did a real good job against the Eagles, you know, as, as for how they, they executed in that game. But I'm just I'm, – I'm like everybody. I'm waiting for yeah. these game plans and this, you know, amoeba defense that has a game plan defense to, you know, be effective against the good teams finally and close out the good teams. I, I think in today's NFL they're doing fine. Yeah. Like, you know, in terms of, like, comparing against other defenses and how other defenses do against better offense. Better offenses just have the advantage these days, you know. I, I think they're doing fine. Like But, like, in terms of, like, you know – what their growth has been, you know, I we know that Steve calls the plays, mm-hmm. but other than that, like I don't know who does what when it comes right. to the defense. How could you judge Gerard? I think Mayo's Gerard's growth. like in charge of personal groupings, like yeah. making sure the right group gets out. But then I also heard that's Covington, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really know like who's who does what other than Steve calls the plays. Maybe you know, Evan. You know, <laughs> I just. I'm not trying to like take a shot at Steve and Gerard, but it's all Bill. It's all Bill for game you plan. You think so? Yeah. I, I, I think, oh, for game plan. I think yeah. definitely the game plan. I think he, it's all. I he think he just calls the plays. I think it's all Bill on defense from top to bottom. I think the game plans are all Bill. I think the stuff that they put in in the off season that's new and different well, is all Bill. That's disappointing. I'm, why is it disappointing? Because I would hope that at this point, Steve and and Gerard would have more input i'm not saying that they don't have input i and i do think one one thing i'll i'll say is you know gerard talked a lot about uh how much involved he got in the college scouting uh this off season uh, compared to other off seasons and how he really enjoyed watching the college game and i think uh you know some of the things that he said that he enjoyed was watching how college teams defend some of these new age elements you know rpos spread offenses you know air raid concepts and the Patriots so far this year have had some different wrinkles that we haven't necessarily seen against that type of stuff that maybe did come from yeah. some of the college scouting and, and some of the things that they looked at over the summer. So I give them credit for that. But I think in general, the structure of the defense and, and how they play defense and want to play defense and the mentality of the defense, like that that all comes from the head coach. Yeah. I like uh, that stuff. I was just going to say, like – I, we brought up that Bears game. That those are the games too that kind of stick in my craw a little bit. The games where you just like, what, what's going on? I mean, in a blender. Yeah, that's happened yeah. a couple times. Th- those are the games that, and I mean, even with Tua last week, it's just like there's no surprises. Like you know what they were going to do. You had all summer to really figure it out. You knew they were coming up week two too. So I don't know. Th- 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 those games occasionally where all of a sudden they look lost are. are a yeah, I really didn't like the game plan on Sunday. We've always said that no matter what the subject, there's someone there listening to There we go. To Let's PU, go. Meteorologist. Uh, Al Caprillion. This is Matt um, in Southwest Florida. He's a hurricane expert. <laughs> nice. Um, tropical cyclone is the remnants of a hurricane with winds not high enough to be a tropical storm or hurricane. 
In other words, an average summer day down here and a major weather event. <laughs> That's for what Northeast. I said. Yeah. I got one. You're, uh, you're a natural. Depending on location <laughs> and severity, worst case is heavy rain and sustained winds for a day or two. Uh, and then he gives us a link to track it if we want. But if you get heavy rain and sustained winds, it will have an impact on the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly the wind. Yeah. yeah. It's really going to be a factor when you have to kick that 50-yard field goal to make it 6-3. <laughs> All right. But who's, but who's kicking? Paul's food is here, so we'll take a break. Um, going to give some T-shirts away in the halftime show, and then we'll be right back. Oh, live read. Sorry. So thank you. Uh, Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through September 30th, nine more days, at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. And we're back with the show within a show, which I've heard people want to call it the PU Halftime Show. It, I like that, too. We'll, we'll, I like that a little better. We're open to suggestions. The PU Halftime Show. But for now, it's still the show within the show. Are you the Janet Jackson of the, the PU Halftime Show team? I guess so. The top's staying on, though. <laughs> um, His nipples are out. <laughs> Matisse don't, don't Balladier. I'm joined by Mike Dussault <laughs> and Evan Lazar. Um, guys, we're going to start with some trivia. Do not answer Ooh. it. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I'll just say if I know it or not. There we go. Question one. Who is who has the longest receiving touchdown in Patriots history? Oh, I know that one. Easy. Yeah, yeah. that's easy money. I know that one. That one's easy money. Number two. Who was the offensive coordinator for the Patriots in 2003? Also easy that's money. Easy yeah. Money. yeah. Number three. Who was the Patriots owner that had plans to move the team to St. Louis? All right. Yeah. The original plans. That's a good one. Send your answers in to webradio at patriots.com to win an official Patriots Unfiltered t-shirt. Guys, <laughs> we're going to continue off last week's conversation. We might keep doing this regularly throughout the season if I can't find any other fun topics because it's just fun to talk rookies. about. Rookies. Yep, rookies. Rookie roundup. Not just Patriots players, but rookie performances that stood out in week two. Uh, Deuce, you want to get kicked off? Yeah, well, I'd just like to say that I like this because, you know, Evan and I were at the Combine, and we saw all these guys. Evan was at the Shrine Bowl, too. Um, Dedicated. Watched plenty of the Senior Bowl. So, you know, I think for both of us, we really enjoy the process, and now it's fun, of course, watching some of the Patriots rookies, but it's also just, you know, interesting to see some of the guys that, you know, you might have liked or didn't like and how they're kind of um, doing in the league. But uh, I just – I know I talked about Bijan Robinson last week, um, and I'm going to just bring him up again because I just I think they're building something in Atlanta, and I just I, he's one of those players that I feel like is just really fun to watch and makes you say, "Hey, this team's on the TV right now. I'm going to throw them on." And it's not just him, you know. It's Kyle Pitts, it's Drake London. So uh, I just every time I see Atlanta now, never had really a reason to put them on, but I feel like when Bijan Robinson's on, it's 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 worth tuning in for. And, and to go off that, also, I know he's not a rookie. 
Desmond Ritter didn't look that bad either. Like he was serviceable. Yeah. And he plays all he plays well with Dijon. Hey, so. it's yeah. the uh, net neutral quarterback, right? I mean, as much as <laughs> they did it by picking in the top ten like three years in a row, yeah. they got him Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan Robinson, and you make Desmond Ritter look like a serviceable quarterback. No offense to Desmond Ritter, there but there you go. Um, I'm gonna go before I let Evan yeah. go off off the rails here. <laughs> um, Deuce, I had this guy in our prospect review. Oh yeah. Um, Marvin Mims Jr. Mimsy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he had, yeah, yeah. from Oklahoma, he had 150 all-purpose yards. And Did he really? He had, um, let me get, I just want to make sure this is right, because stats are kind of crazy. It was a 91.4 receiving grade as far as yeah, PFF is concerned. Two receptions for 113 right. yards. I don't know what that tells you. Along, nice drop, Mike. Along a 60 <laughs> with a touchdown. Um, I mean, that offense there is, like, you know, they have some players in, in uh, Denver I think they lost a uh, receiver to an ACL. I don't know if I'm completely accurate with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Cortland. Well, um, uh, Tim uh, Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick, Patrick. yeah. Um, and so he kind of just went right in there. Automatic deep threat, punt returner, can kind of do everything. So he's the guy who stands out to me from week two. That's a good one. I, those are two good ones. But I, I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay right here in Foxborough. And I'm going to give some flowers to Christian Gonzalez, oh, yeah. who had a great – <laughs> We're not going to use Zay. We'll go on to Zay Flowers right in a second. Christian Gonzalez, though, I I thought watching the film back, looking at all of his snaps against Tyree Kill, it was more than just the interception. He had a great game against Tyree Kill, and I don't think that was the plan necessarily going in was for him to take Tyree Kill when Marcus Jones was healthy. I think that was probably more the plan, and too. yeah, and then Jalen Waddle maybe was the matchup for Gonzalez, but he ends up moving over uh, to cover the cheetah. Uh, four catches for forty yards, right, or five for forty, something like that, for Tyree Kill against Christian Gonzalez, and uh, he, I thought he was great in man coverage. I thought he played to his leverage well. I thought he ran all over the field with Tyree Kill, and you talk about a guy, and and the Patriots don't have a ton of this, so it's so refreshing to see it. Uh, just a pure athlete at six foot two, like a freak athlete that can run with Tyree Kill, can out jump Tyree Kill, and still have some size to him as well. That that's a rare breed, and we all knew going into the draft, or I, I should say after the draft, that it was ridiculous that he fell as far as he yeah. did. And uh, the Patriots are just lucky. <laughs> that's the only word and for smart it. for taking and let, let, me, <laughs> let me add in that I mean, traded we, down. We, we've had some not great draft history recently like how nice is it to have a first round pick yeah. that's just plug and play right in like it's right in there. it just is and, and not to like poo poo after i just saying their praises for taking christian gonzalez but it goes to show that when you have a first round pick that's a, a real hit it's obvious to everybody watching the games instantly. Like that's what a first round pick that you hit on a great player looks like, yep, like not yep. some of these other guys that we've tried to talk ourselves yep. into over the years. I got another one. Uh, I, I wanted to uh, dap up Jaden Reed okay. from the Packers. A yep. um, couple scores, right? A couple scores. He was one of my favorites coming out this year as a, you know, potential pick. I think he went a, a lot higher than I kind of thought he would, but you know, with Christian Watson out um, and, and to be honest, we were in green Bay wasn't all that like wow about him you know saw him make a couple plays but you know nothing like oh god why couldn't we have this guy um you know I'm not necessarily like that still I mean I think he's been okay but I thought he had a nice week didn't do much the first week but then uh as Evan said bounced back with with a couple of touchdowns uh there in Green Bay so he's starting to chip in a little bit I I got two um I'm gonna give a shout out to Puka I'm gonna let Evan talk Puka a little bit more about him because he's he's been balling out but the guy who stands out to me before you know he did the 
responsible thing and self-diagnosed his concussion, Anthony Richardson was balling out. Um, I yeah. think he's got to sort out how to protect himself a little bit better. That might just be kind of rookie, like, oh, I'm invincible because he's obviously bigger than everybody in college, but that's not how it is in the league. But he kind of took that game over, and it was going pretty one-sided until he got subbed out for Gardner with Minshew. So i got to give a shout-out to him. That's going to be a fun game in Germany, by the way. Yeah, he was great. Uh, honestly, I've been really surprised and, and in a good way about Anthony Richardson throwing – from the pocket in, in structure. I, I thought he would be a great runner. I thought that they would have, uh, you know, with uh, Steichen. Okay, is that how yeah. you say his name? Yeah, yeah. I always mess that up. I thought that they would have really good schemes involved with him, you know, like they did with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia in terms of his legs. But I've been really impressed at how good Anthony Richardson has thrown the football uh, this early in his career. He looks he looks a lot better in that sense than, than I think a lot of people thought he would. Definitely. Just one other guy, too, I wanted to say, maybe for other reasons, was Rasheed Rice, who, oh. who uh, I kind of didn't really think was all that great. But, um, you know, he's he's kind of coming on a little bit in Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes and probably not all that surprising. You could stick a receiver that you're not all that impressed with and with Patrick Mahomes, and, and suddenly he looks pretty good. But, um, you know, I just thought he was real stiff and just, you know, seemed to have trouble to shake shaking guys. But doesn't look like that is as much of a problem as I thought it would be for Rasheed Rice. Uh, like our guy Puka, huh? Yeah, Puka. I mean, he's the number one fantasy guy through two games, has 25 catches for 266 yards on 35 targets. It is just funny, and I'm not trying to, like, make a bigger point here about the Patriots, but it is just funny that there always are some star receivers that go later in the draft or even, in his case, undrafted. And I don't think it's any way to build a team just in assuming that you're going to hit on one of those guys. And that's happened for the Patriots in the past, but it does always, you know, just seem to happen. You put so much time and effort into these things and – in the draft process, and not just for the amateurs. I guess we're professionals, though. Are we professional draft and We're not really professional draft we're, analysts. We're analysts. <laughs> we're we're, we're professional pro. analysts. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd say the professionals are the scouts, but look, the scouts are wrong, too. Like, yeah. you know, as wrong as, like, we could be on something doing, like, our study of it, the scouts are, you know, ha- have probably, you know, uh, I would hope a better hit rate, but it's not like they're, like, 100 for 100 on, on those well, kind of things. It's just crazy because you got to get lucky sometimes because the Rams, you know, shipped off all those picks, and then, boom, you got Puka Nakua, and then once Cooper Cup gets his <laughs> You're all straight, set. So good. <laughs> but, um, guys, I think we're good for this day. Uh, thank you for joining. Send those answers into webradiopatriots.com for an unfiltered T-shirt, and uh, let's get back to the show. And now, great moments in history people who have that talent are generally you play by really ear? good at i, I know music. you play by numbers i read music what i read the sheet music oh. so you do read music mm-hmm. do you think that helps you your musical knowledge helps you with your impressions because you clearly have a gift for that is it something how you can pick up on how everyone it's speaks? inside the actor's studio what are, you here la- what are you laughing at over there <laughs> well i thought of eric when <laughs> i was listening to this i did I said, do you read music? Yeah. I, I said, because I know you paint by numbers. I No, I caught that. I ignored him. You went funny the second time. Fred, do you read music? No. Because you're good at impressions, too, so you have that gift. I can play the harmonica by ear. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And by my mouth. <laughs> That's another great moment from... All right, back here. Um, you know, Fred, it was just a, a better time when we were just going to the AFC Championship game every year. We didn't have any of these real-life issues to worry about. <laughs> and we had a, a butt of all jokes. Eric, no. We did. Only kidding. Um, Do you? Best wishes to Eric. Nah. Personally, yes. Um, <laughs> halftime show, they gave away nope. some T-shirts. They had some trivia. Who was the longest... Or who has the longest receiving touchdown in Patriots history? Can I okay. answer? I got that. I know sure. that. I know that one. 
Wes Welker. Wes Welker. Yes, yeah. so I knew that one. Uh, Weckler. Gavin in North Carolina had that. I think that was a 500-yard game yeah, for uh, that was. Brady. That was, that was on our Nine-yard yeah. touchdown. Correct. Uh, who was the offensive coordinator for the Patriots in 2003? Uh, the same guy that blew us off at the combine. True. He did. Charles Weiss. Charlie. Charlie Weiss. Winner is Paul in London, who claims he has a 2008 Patriots PFW in Progress T-shirt. Right? Wow, you guys made those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yep. And who was the Patriots owner who had plans to move the team to St. Louis? That's easy. James, right? James Orthwine. James Bush Orthwine. The winner was Richard Corby. So, good. Gave away some T-shirts. Get rid of that T-shirt stock because we need to print more, right? Yeah. Hoodies. Hoodies? Let's get some hoodies. Let's do hoodies. Those would be amazing. Gray, black, or white? Um, I'd have to check the hoodie database for what the best record. Probably gray. No offense to our fans, we should get an extra supply of two XLs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Those cost extra. Sounds like you know something. That, uh, uh, but guess what? Seems it, like a shot. You want to host the perfect game day? Why not bring the tailgate home with a stylish dining set from Bob's Discount Furniture? With expandable options, dining and counter heights, and tons of styles to choose from, you'll score big when you shop at Bob's, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots. So. I wish you'd do those as Dan Shaughnessy. I think it'd be a little bit more. Uh, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, you want to score big with the Patriots? You go to Bob's. You know, Bob Craft, <laughs> Bob, Bob's Discount <laughs> Furniture, Bob's Discount Patriots, Offense. Patriots you know? Polos. Yeah. When I got that quote from Kevin Millar, yeah, that was know, me. It's the, Bob's, it's the Bob's Discount <laughs> Offense for the Patriots. So, you know. <laughs> so spend, just a little mafia in there. Spend a little, a little, little money. Little, little David Ortiz did steroids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> Tomato cans. All right. Um, back here, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline, web radio at Patriots.com. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Matthew in New Mexico. What's up, Matthew? Matthew. Ugh. Waits for an hour, and then he doesn't. Matthew. Yeah. How about John in Louisiana? Oh. Hardy. Hardy. And Todd in North Carolina. Todd. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, no, okay. What's up? I was just curious. If there was one thing that could have been changed, elevated, let's put one area could have been elevated for the past two games, what would it be that would have allowed us to possibly win those games? And what do you think needs to be elevated going into this game with the Jets? That's all I got. I mean, o line, O line? I know. Offensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. very quick. Yeah. You know what I realized with that noise is that like most young kids don't know what that noise is, I right? Know, like nobody true. knows what a busy signal is oh, anymore. Right. Come on. What you do? Yeah, yeah, I know what a busy. Did you grow up with a landline? Yeah. All right. Did you ever? Did you ever use a phone that was like rotary though? <laughs> no. All right. There we go. No. <laughs> we found <laughs> the dividing line. <laughs> what? I, I, I did. Yeah, oh yeah. I sure did. Yeah. Think about. Think about now how tedious that was. Yeah. Oh. You know, I don't even know. Especially how to when use you had somebody with a lot of nines in their number. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what That's that just is. Just like phone, call well, this person. You, you would, you know, it had all the holes. Right, so, right, So right. nine, you'd have to go all the way here and wait for it to go all the way back I, I ha- before you could I, go yeah, to the next number. I, if you asked me, like, if you brought one in and said, like, Evan, call somebody on this, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know what to do. No, I can't. Sorry. Oh yeah, this isn't you got an answering machine. This then, isn't Madden, then, then, right? then it morphed to push button. Boop 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 boop. Yeah, yeah. 
answering machines. So those were kind of late, right? Like not everybody. Had oh, I remember the answering like machine going. because my grandmother yeah. used to leave like 20 minute messages for my mom on the answering machine. And then she would play it when we get home and just walk around the doing chores around the house or whatever. And you just hear my Nana in the background. Oh, that's just funny. Like, that's, sure real, that that's really funny. Still talking. <laughs> like your mother would just go about her business right. and listen to the, the, yeah, the update. Yeah. Yep. And remind you, they talked for like an hour earlier in the day already. <laughs> oh, that, that's really so. fun. I forgot one thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> like we got an answering machine um, probably around the time that we got rid of the wall rotary phone to go to like the yeah. touch tone. We got an answering machine. And then pretty soon after that, they started doing the answering machine within like the yeah. vo- you know the voicemail within right. the phone. Yeah. So you didn't have to do that anymore. Well, that was like when Star Six Nine came out, and all of a sudden they had all these little tricks that you could do. Oh, like yeah. you could call if you got a hang up, you could call people call back. back. Yeah. yeah, which is a good thing yeah. they didn't have that when yeah. I was. Were you doing like, some pranking? Oh, Were you doing some pranking? Maybe, maybe guy. Yeah. Maybe calling. Is some your girls? refrigerator running? Maybe calling some girls <laughs> and chicken it out at the last minute. <laughs> but when they you, first, Paul, that's good. when that's they good. first came out with, I wasn't always this brash. When they first came out with the home answering machine, there was tapes. There was actually tapes, cassettes that you would. You've reached the Perilla yeah. family. I actually had Even one of those um, in my first apartment because it was just an old entrance, and I didn't want to get all the, the bells and whistles through AT&T. Right. Because I, you know, I, was, I was on a budget, you know, much like now, Fred. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I did. I had one of those little tapes on the, I, on the entrance. I, like, I, do, I do genuinely mean this. Like, I envy growing up in that time because, like, once I had started, like, by the fifth grade, cell phones were a thing. Like we, yeah. you know, fifth all, grade all, all, all these things like really started to happen already for me right away. And like I never got to live a life disconnected from a phone or or you know a computer. Yeah. These or, guys never had to memorize numbers. No. Fred. Yeah. Like I, I, no. I used to do like the like the, get directions. I would do like know? a baseball we, thing. We, like, we got directions because like navigations came out like maybe when I was in middle school, like okay. in car navigations because we didn't have. Like, yeah, but when you were driving, yet. you never had to get oh, directions. No. Oh, MapQuest. No. Map, you you print, print out the you directions. Print yeah. I, I remember, I've done that. But I remember before that you had to ask the guy at the gas station. Yeah, I don't know how we oh, got I would around. Never, I, would I don't never know how do we that. got around. And those For, maps? Uh, I yeah. don't know how you guys got around either. No. Like, just thinking about that, like, how did you know where it, I, I, I don't It's know. a great question. I don't know. It, it is It <laughs> is funny. When I started at the Herald, Just you know. Just driving like, in that direction, and then you get close and ask well, it, the, it, the late 80s through the 90s, and we all we did was cover, you know, we covered a million high school sports. Yeah. So I didn't know where all these high schools Just were. drive to the town. But there was a huge file, you know, in, on the on the computer that you would just, you would log in. And then you'd say, I'm going to Oliver Ames High School. Search Oliver Ames. It would come up, and you'd print out the directions right. to Oliver Ames. That's how you, you did it. Yeah. I just, like, it's think about Eastern. all the time. This uh, For some reason, I think about this a lot. How did, like, the Roman pe- Empire? How did pizza delivery drivers find my house? <laughs> like, how, like, we would well, call they got, up. What is that book called? There's a book filled with maps. I'm, I'm forgetting. It's, like, it's not the Thomas called an guy. Atlas. <laughs> no, it's, like, the, <laughs> is it the Thomas guy? There's something. Me. But I, I, when I was a runner, and I, like, we had to have that. Like, I, you I'm know. just, like. When we used to call in the before navigation and before smartphones and used to say, oh, I live at, you know, I'm not going to put my parents' yeah. address on the air, but like you live at, you know, whatever and need them. And they used to just miraculously find your house. Yeah. Like that's why there's a delivery zone. Yeah, they know the area. No, yeah, but oh, yeah. Back then, yeah. the guys that were doing it were from the area. They knew. Yeah. They Most knew like. The no, roads. but I think Aaron, I mean, I think, yeah. I think Evan's right. Um, like. They had to figure out. They had to have something. But there was to a use. there was a time where cab drivers were from. Oh, they just knew where they drove, right. and they, they knew the roads. Yeah, you know, good, good times. I think though, Paul, your thing though is 
the fear of having to pick up a phone from a number that you got from a girl and call that number cold call. You don't know if her dad or is gonna who's gonna pick up. That like nervousness, like who shall I say is calling? She's not really gonna. Like know. now you just like you either swipe right, you send a message, you it's, send a text message. <laughs> Can you tell her Mike, Deuce Mike to salt? Uh, <laughs> but that was, I mean, that's like. Those are like growing moments that now people don't even have to do because you get a little text but message going, going back like and the, forth. The you're stupid getting numbers like remember like now you just you meet a girl and you're like yeah you know, can I get you you know you just put it right into your phone. How like many you have it? How many like, numbers? Do I you used think to have to remember. How many do you think you could remember? If you lost your phone right now, how many numbers would you know off the top of your head? John Cap three eight nine two six one five. That's it. Wade Boggs Cecil Cooper two six one five. That's how I remembered numbers. Yeah, my own all sports guys <laughs> yeah. uniforms. That's how I did it. Yeah. I could give you. I mean, I, I could give you. Don't a give us your ATM password. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my best uh, friend Mark nine five one six. Next up, next up is CJ and KC. What's up, CJ? CJ. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey CJ. I uh, wanted to ask you a quick question about the game coming up this weekend. Is there, you know, anything that you think we can learn? more about what this team's identity is going to be from the game this week, or is it just going to be, Hell yeah. I don't know, just another wash-up, especially if the defense ends up scoring the last... Well, you can you play know, better. Yeah. The game to I win. mean, I think so. I wouldn't say God, that. I hope Whatever so. happens on Sunday, to me, is not sort of a definitive calling for the rest of the year, but you can play better than you've played, and at least show that you're capable of playing sort of clean football clean football exactly you know i, I mean i i hope so i hope you know so. would that be your identity i would say no you played three games and you played one clean one so i don't think that would necessarily establish it as an identity but you can play better and feel good about it regardless of the opponent i think you can continue to pull elements out too that are becoming your identity like you know you're not going to have an identity three weeks into the season but you know i wrote a little bit about the spike in two tight end numbers you know like last year like 16% they're up over you know close to 40% this year so you know that's increased so i i mean i think each game you'll learn a little bit but but i hope you can you know i, I don't want to come out of this game being like yeah they won but i mean that's that's the worst exactly and that was kind of my point is that i didn't want to i didn't want to i wanted to have some hope that we can actually feel good about it just depends on the outcome you never know you well, know they have to do it you know, yeah, they, I, I mean, mean, like it was like when they beat the Bills two years ago in the windstorm. It's like you right. feel good about the or win, the two but Jets like, games last year. Yeah, mm -hmm. you'll be happy. Yeah. Like Fred's right. Like you don't care. Like you just need a win. Yeah, and I get that, and that's bottom line. But if they beat them the way they right. beat them the two times last year, you're not going to feel great. Yeah, you're going to be happy that they won, and you're going to be one and two. That's better than zero and three. But. You're gonna know the other team handed it to you. Yeah, and I still feel though like you just need a win, and but it's right. gonna be Absolutely. hard. It, it, it's gonna be hard to just be. You're, you're gonna be great. They got the win, and you're gonna immediately turn the page into now. This is what they have to fix from that game too. You know, it's like you got to get the win and check it off. But I don't think it's like oh, we feel great now. Everything's turned around. I mean, I don't know. That's that's the outcome. It's hard to see that everything is oh now we're on track. Now it's really gonna happen. Um, you know, unless they like hang a fifty burger on them, which I'm not expecting. Even then, I'm not. Like, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have to see how it all unfolds. Just Mac bombs away every play. Yeah, that's lighting them up. Thanks, CJ. Uh, this email bothers me. Neil in New Brunswick Fred, not about the cyclones. Uh -oh. okay. It's not hard, folks. It's a tropical storm, which is weaker version of a hurricane. Hurricanes spin. So do. Yeah. Okay. So then why do they call them tropical storms instead of cyclones? I've never heard any weatherman up here refer to a tropical storm as a cyclone. Okay? So it must be a little bit different. That's like that guy from The Simpsons, you know, the one with the ponytail. Like, it's not that hard. What's his name, Matt? I get it. 
All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Sean in Orlando. What's up, Sean? Okay, thank you. I'd like to uh, quote okay. Tom Brady on culture. Tom Brady said this is an interview, said all this in an interview with ESPN in 2022. The coach can have rules, but it's the players who have to expect more than the coaches. That creates the culture. If the players expect to be great, then they're going to do the things that it takes to be great. They're going to prepare the right way. They're going to compete the right way. They're going to hold each other accountable. That's what creates a winning culture. So Belichick may have set the tone, but it was Brady who drove a culture that took on his personality that became famous for attention to the detail and to the execution. And Mac Jones was Belichick's one chance to regain that culture. Rather than cultivate it, he has screwed him at every turn, first mm. with Patricia and this year with the line and, and the receiver problems. And it seems that everybody not named Belichick could see the stupidity of all that. But everybody's overlooking the real problem. Kraft has lost his fire. He has tolerated four years of medi mediocrity. The Patriots used to be known for letting people go a year too early rather than a year too late. They're paying the price for not applying that to the GM. Wow. Thanks for taking my call. All well, right, Sean. I mean, thanks for the call, in all yeah. seriousness. Yeah. I don't agree with all of it, but I that's a strong call. Yeah. Yeah, I would just I would lump in uh, Willie McGinnis and, you know, some of those other guys I think that helped establish the culture but, early but I on agree as well. With like Brady's attention to detail, his drive in practice, you know, like practices he made practices a game yeah. in, in a yeah. competitive way. And but I don't think true. drive and, and commitment are problems for Mac Jones. I don't. No. I, I, I think that he's Well, he, he's, he's saying it. He's saying it, Bill. Well, he's playing it. Well, that, yeah. This, this yeah. is one of the ones that I sort of take issue with. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all on the coach. Like, I can tell you there's many rosters that Brady dealt with that were less than this offensive line and less than this group of receivers. Yeah. And it didn't fall apart like this. Now, they may not have been championship that year. You know, 06 comes to mind. They may have fallen short that year mm -hmm. because yeah. they let all the receivers go and they didn't have enough to replace it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't look like this. Yeah. No. You know, so I think part of it is, is on both ends. And he's right. Like, this, the Patricia thing, ridiculous. Sean's right about that. It was a ridiculous call that we all saw before it happened. Except me. And I still give you a pass for it. And I don't give you a pass on everything, but as I'm, you know. I'm, I'm not going to – I'm going to be – I, I know. Like, but you, I thought you, it being could a stand-up guy, but I don't really think you were all that confident. No, that I, would I honestly thought it could work. I was wrong. Well, to your point, I think Bill thought it could work too, and I think Bill would still have it trying to work if yeah. he had his way. Yeah. I jumped ship, you know, three-quarters of the way through, but I, I thought it could work. Um but I, I just don't think. But I, there is something like the the locker room culture is important. That's why when Parcells got here, when Belichick got here, they brought in their circle of the wagon guys, the guys that they know mm -hmm. could be their messengers. You know, yeah, Bobby they, Hamilton. Yeah, you know all those guys, and they could be the guys that would carry the message yeah. of the head coach down to the players. And you know, Belichick was very fortunate because the best player on the team was his messenger you know that's why when if for the first half of the dynasty those two were simpatico they were on the same page you know um in terms of work and you know be 
demanding of the other players. Belichick was very fortunate that he had the best player in his team lockstep with him. Yeah, yeah. I think things that's, change I think when that's fair. things change later when when Brady said, "You know what? I I'm I'm tired I, of getting treated." Yeah, like I everybody deserve else. a little bit more now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I've earned it. Yeah, know? I mean, I think and I think Mac, he's just missing the results. You know, I think if the results were there then his hard work would, you know, ring more, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to speak to it because I don't know how players are, but everybody that talks about him, you know, especially like Hunter Henry recently is just, you know, loves him, loves the kid. Yeah. Um, it's just, he doesn't have that kind of gravitas to him because he hasn't won right. big right. games yet. I agree. Right. You know? I, and I think that's the biggest difference um, is the track record. And I'm not saying that, that it's a conscious thing that people are like looking at him saying like, not, not, not listening to him. Win what's he, first. What's, yeah. what's he ever done? Yeah. But I do think you circle the wagon guys now, Fred. As you you know, you move further and further, you know, away from from the success, and you're starting to see like some of these guys that he sort of Bill is sort of identified in building around. You know, McCourty's gone now. Slater's you know probably if this isn't it, it's close. He's kind of having to buy those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Let's let's give a little more to Matthew Judon, and maybe he's a bigger voice in the locker room with his message that he had after the game the other day. And I, you know, I don't think that's the best way to do it. You know, it's better when you have it the way Fred explained it, when you just have those guys sort of inherently already understanding what your message is. Yeah. And it seems like you know, Bills. Who who would you say Bills guys are? Guys like Devontae Parker. Which it, it certainly seems like, you know, he he bring, he well, trades for him, and now he gives he, him more money. I mean, you know, Bentley's a good example, though. Yeah. I think Bentley would be a good example of the like he would to me extrapolate toward you know the way the yeah. Brewskis and the McGinnis and the Rables were. I think he plays like that, Bentley. Mm-hmm. Not talent wise, I'm saying the yeah. way he goes about his business. Yep. Yeah, I think I think you know, gotcha. Before, before last year, you might have said David Andrews, but I think. I, all the guys on offense lost a little bit of yeah, trust. He, he alienated some people from, la- from yeah. last yeah. year. And it's just I think that's a good point. The farther you get away, I mean, it's easy when you're going to AFC championships and Super Bowls all the time, and, and new players are just kind of being put into the system, and now they have that experience too. And now, you know, when this guy speaks, you know, David Andrews, a guy they've already won four Super Bowls, and he arrives, but you know, he still now has won two and has some gravitas to him. But as you get into season four, season five, away from it. You don't have those same guys. You don't have the same kind of, you know, weight in the locker room of somebody saying, you know, of course everyone knows who Matthew Slater is, but, you know, go back to I think the point I made on Tuesday of just, you know, at what point is Matthew Slater just kind of like, you know, we've been doing this for five years. I've been giving the same speech every other week when we lose a game about we have to decide whether we're going to go down fighting or if we're going to, you know, just allow this to happen. And, I mean, I'm sure he's getting sick of it. Uh, Let's go to Dan in Michigan and Virginia. What's up? Hey, Fred, you guys are having a terrific show today. Oh. Uh, Mike's coming about the football tree and your zinger to Paul about knitting a forklift for his lunch and <laughs> the impressions of high-pitched teenage deuce calling uh, prospective girlfriends that uh, had me laughing out loud. I Great was chicken out like Paul was, though. I was, I was like, <laughs> But um, with the, uh, the, the prediction for the uh, cyclone this weekend, which, by the way, I always thought the, diff- the only difference between cyclone and hurricane was that one's used in the northern hemisphere and one's used in the southern hemisphere. We always had... Oh. Cyclones in Australia, not hurricanes, but oh. take that New Brunswick. Okay, so I'm way um, off on that. Then I thought it was the strength of it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the weather prediction uh, has me concerned because it, if, we, if there is a lot of rain, it really puts the, the game on the on the running game and on the O line. And uh, last week's game with all the screen passes was maddening. It doesn't work even unless you have James White or Jitterbug Lewis coming out of the backfield. 
and uh, just really sort of spoke to the concerns that they have or the limitations that they have with the O-line. So um, if uh, we do get the storm in New York, uh, who does it give the advantage to, the, the Jets or the uh, the Patriots? I think the Jets. I think the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Better defense. Yeah. Um, Probably and, better two backs. Yeah, and it evens out the offenses, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking that their own line, their own line is in better shape, and they've, and they've got a couple of. Yeah, uh, I mean, they got questions too, Their own line yeah. is, has been the worst in football. Yeah, so oh, far. Yeah? I mean, I know it's a small sample size. Mike said that at the beginning of the show about these, you know, these two win- two week windows. But yeah, I mean, pers- oh, you know, right. according to the metrics, they are the worst. Uh, yeah. Offensive line in football. Pound uh, the under. Now that had a lot to do with the fact that they played Dallas. Yeah, but yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. Yep. All right, Dan. Up in the, the Patriots line. Yep. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, we'll go up to New York. Dominique, what's up? Hey, y'all. How you doing? All right. Hey, Dominique. Good. good. Um, yeah, I got to appreciate the, the discussion with uh, MapQuest. I used to do that <laughs> in middle school when my dad would drive me up to ball game. And honestly, one of my pet peeves is, like, you not telling her before you're coming up on an exit, you're not telling, like, how soon it's coming up. So usually I have friends, even with their phones now, <laughs> they might tell me too late, I missed the exit, I'm not getting, given enough time to, like, change into the lane. So, you know, I think, you know, growing up with the map quest there makes you a little bit more particular about your directions and <laughs> sure. whatnot. But yeah. Locally, we had someone using the GPS that uh, killed themselves. They, they listened to the GPS and drove into the water. <laughs> Did yeah. you see that story on That's the news yesterday? Yeah. No, really? Yeah, you hear those every Where? once in a while. Beth and I immediately looked at each other and said, we could see Will doing <laughs> Somebody that. Somebody takes a right into a cornfield, you know. Yeah. yeah. It says, keep going straight, honey. I don't know. Just drive into the water. Right. I think it's good to, like, know your, your map locally. Like, I think that's yeah. the advantage, too. Everybody knows the back streets, and they kind of know, like, the, the quick routes. My mom knows all the quick routes. She, you know, lives in Randolph, able to get wherever she needs to go without taking highway. Yeah. She's so, you know, used to living in that area. That's a plus. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, quick thought, again, just on the Patriots. I know we've talked a lot about their offensive line struggles, and that's a part of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, every team is going to go through their injury bug, especially with the offensive line. It always seems like that's going to be in and out. At the end of the day, if we don't have a playmaker, if we don't have someone that, you know, can really – you can throw the ball up to him, get, you know, get a completion, get some yardage. It's just not really going to matter, even, even if I think if we're healthy. Because if we have to be that perfect, not only in terms of execution – but health, it's, it's never going to work. We don't have a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase or a Tyree Kill or someone, you know, these elite quarterbacks can throw to. So, you know, unless it's all perfect, which it will never be, it's just going to be the same thing over and over. So, I mean, hoping for the best, but at this point, kind of seeing how things are going, kind of getting a sense of what might happen, you know, cost, you know, cautiously optimistic, but realistic as well. So, you know, go Patriots. Let's see what happens. Nice. Yes, all yes, right. yeah. Thanks, Dominique. Uh, one more call, and then we'll get back to Evan, who's just back from practice. AJ's in the Bay Area. What's up, AJ? What the? Deuce, keep yeah, it down. Hey, guys. Hey. Say, say hi to my uh, eight-month-old son here. Oh. Hey. Um, hi. Congratulations. AJ Jr. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, uh, I'm just as frustrated with the offense as everybody else, I think. Um, but I'm trying to find a little bit of optimism here. And um, I just feel like with the offensive line in particular, they, they've gotten off to a slow start. They got some, some guys that have only played their first game now. And, you know, maybe they can get their feet under them a little bit more. That could help the passing game. Um, that's one reason to maybe be optimistic. 
um, you know, some more continuity on the offensive line. Maybe they can gel a little bit here. Um, and then, you know, another thing I've been encouraged by is just seeing Kendrick Bourne get more involved in the offense again um, from last year, looking a little bit more like he did the year before. Um, I know Pop Douglas, right, we, we are all not happy with what happened last game, but, you know, that was just one game. I, I don't think he's going to be sitting out a whole lot, especially if he shows what he can do. And, you know, a lot of people probably don't want to hear it, but Tyquan Thornton, right? He's a fast guy, and I feel like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of patience left to see him show something. But, you know, maybe maybe we could see something from him when yeah. he comes back. I hope so, so. And then the defense looks a little bit better. Like, it might be able to hold you, you know, closer in some of these games against the good teams yeah. than, than it was able to last year. Let's hope they reverse so. the trend and actually get better as the season goes along. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the offensive line is a good place to start. You know, I mean, at least with Trent Brown, and, you know, he's got a little more money, so maybe he'll be a little bit more engaged, Thanks, ready to AJ. go, and, and get the running game going. I mean, those are my two areas of focus on that. Try to get that stuff going and, and see what happens. All right. I have some optimism from the offense. Yeah, right. I Evan, do. Evan is back. Evan, uh, you were back fairly quickly. So Shocker. Yeah. All right. Well, day two of Patriots practice this week, and the new development is that City So is a no-so. Oh. oh. Not there. Show, no show. No so. You get that? Say it. Ain't good. Say it ain't so. so. So I, what I are might, you saying? I might just go. Sell your britches. <laughs> so if Thumb we give down, him two million bark. in incentives, you think he'll be back at practice tomorrow? <laughs> so <laughs> maybe. I, well, I don't know. Why does he? Why does he do that all the time? Why is Paul always doing so, that? So yeah, no, no city. He's so in. He's out. He was not he's still on the c- injury report with concussion. There. So yeah. so yeah, he was on the injury report yesterday. Is limited with the concussion. Yeah. Maybe it didn't go so hot. Yeah, that would be unfortunate because the the head injuries are scary. Yep. In all, and, uh, in all seriousness, no snark involved. Either. No Marcus Jones again. Okay. Shoulder injury on the injury report. And Devon Godshaw after the baby back today. Yes, back. So oh, good. <laughs> I, I think that uh, Marcus Jones, I I wonder if that's going to be an, a, an IR situation. Ooh. What was his yeah. injury issue last year as a rookie that held him out? Was that a shoulder as well? So he had offseason shoulder surgery on both Shoulders. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, when he entered the league, but I don't know if that if it was who knows how he injured. It's those probably one of the same shoulders, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you got 100 percent chance it is. Mike with the jokes. <laughs> yep. So that's that's the practice up process of elimination. Yeah the um, the concussion. I thought that was interesting yesterday when Brown and So were both included as being limited. Yeah. Concussion. And I don't know if that's, you know, strictly following the procedure or if they're still dealing with. You thought it would be like they'd be limited with funds, funds. No, no, no. Listen, I gave you my my joke. That was was a one-time thing. Um, But in all seriousness, I I figured if they're back on the practice field, they had to have cleared protocol, right? So There's a ramp up. Yeah, so that's that's why I was out. That's exactly why. Is it a procedure where you have to do it on a limited basis, and then yes, tomorrow you find out. So to that point, 
assuming that this is nothing like personal related with so maybe he's sick or something who knows mm. but if it's related to the concussion then maybe it it's whatever yeah. it didn't go well yesterday I, off the top of my head i don't remember <laughs> the exact procedure but there is like a steps to clearance procedure and one of them is like okay like you can you know go run on a treadmill or something like that or you, you do feel any symptoms no okay then the next step is all right let's go through a, a portion of practice and then you don't and then you and then contact right so then you ramp it back up slowly from there so my guess is yesterday they went through the next phase of the protocol and there's a chance at least i hate speculating but there's a chance that city so didn't pass yeah the next step I mean, I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world. I mean, they, I think right tackle right now is just a huge question mark, and I, I really don't know how that plays out. Like, where do you even start this week? Like, do you put Anderson back in there and let him kind of give it a go? Do you give Vidarian Lowe a chance over on that side? I mean, those probably are the, the, the two options before you go nuclear with I actually thought nuclear Vid- Vidarian Lowe was okay in the game on Sunday night until late when Bradley Chubb got him a few times and then got him on the sack. But in, on the whole, I thought he was better than Calvin Anderson was on the other side. So I, I do wonder if maybe they give Vidarian Lowe a look at practice at right tackle this week. And I think a lot of people was so are hoping, well, if he develops at guard, then maybe you can kick on Wenu back out to right mm-hmm. tackle. Or if it's Mafi at right guard and then on Wenu, at, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but with uh, Vidarian Lowe, I was given the circumstances of him being a backup. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible. No. And I, maybe it's because the bar is lower. You know, with a guy who's never really played. So, you know, you know, well, what do you expect? You know, one of those kind of deals. Yeah. I, I didn't think, I didn't think. At he, the very least, he wasn't losing immediately. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> and, and so, like, he was tr- making them work for it a little bit. Yeah, I know. Bit. Sometimes you get clouded, and I, I'm as guilty as this as anybody. When you watch and you see people, like, throwing the clips out, you know, and that there's that one clip that everybody's putting out of Calvin Anderson on the running play where it's just like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah what he was doing like, i have a theory on that i i th- well, that, that's like an assignment issue right like it's not like yeah. it, it, no, think, he didn't fail to block somebody right like he but i think it goes around twitter and it, and it, people make it out to be like bigger than it actually is and i i would agree with if that. if you watch the clip uh you know anderson and pharaoh brown both pull and my guess is is one was supposed to pin, pin? and one was supposed I got to pull one. i got one and they both thought they were pulling and nobody pinned and that's how you have Javon Holland run through. So the question that's that's easily correctable. Like that will be a two second yeah, conversation. A little pin and pull concept, Freddie. You pull. You don't both pull. There's no pin. We need a pin. <laughs> it's not a you pick. don't pull the pin. It's not, it's a, not pin. a grenade. It wasn't a pick. Uh, Thank you, Adrian Clem. <laughs> um, okay. O line hat on there for a second, um, Coach. This one, this one's a little bit of different take than what we've had. Um, Trevor says I was able to attend the Dolphins game for my first visit to Gillette. Sucks we lost, but love the environment. I just wanted to say I was on board with benching Douglas. I know I wasn't at practice and training camp. From what I've seen, there was way too much hype around him. I'm hopeful he can be a good player, but I think everybody's expectations were too high, and now that a six-round rookie made a mistake, everyone is up in arms because of the expectations set for him. Okay, so I totally respect the other side of this story, but not for that reason necessarily. Like, it shouldn't have anything to do with any hype. It was... He got the ball in his hand twice and made a play both times in the first two series of the game. That's why people are upset. Not because he had a good training camp. Yeah. Like, Booty didn't really have a great training camp. He came on, you know, toward the end, I thought. But I think people also wanted to see Booty heading into the first game, right? And he didn't have a great camp. 
But then the game came, and they threw the ball to him four times. He didn't have any catches. And no one was sitting there saying, how can you bench Booty? Because he didn't play well against the Eagles. But against the Eagles in Miami in limited reps, I thought Douglas did look like he had a chance to give a, a spark. And that's yeah. why, I mean, that I, yeah. speaking for myself, yeah. that's why I was disappointed that he didn't get another opportunity on offense. Mm-hmm. Not because of the hype that he got, because you guys know me on the hype. I don't really necessarily I mean, fall into was, that. Uh, the cutback itself, like, forget about the fumble for a second. The route in the cutback was as dynamic of a five seconds I've seen from the <laughs> Patriots offense in yeah. two games. Like, he ran away from the defender in man coverage, dusted him at the line of scrimmage, then cut back and then got into op- the open field. And then Bradley Chubb really made, like, a fantastic a really play. good play. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the Can't only happen. thing, my only caveat that I, you know, would fully leave open because we're not at practice. Evans, this is like three or four practices in a row now. Evans coming back, and he's telling you how quickly we're ushered out, right? And they're, not, they're not even into, like, drills yet when you're no, getting out of there. we're right after stretch. Stretching, right? Yep. Maybe he's dropping the ball once every practice. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and, and I don't know that because yeah. we're not at practice. If, if he's having problems on a consistent basis in practice and then he goes out in the game and he's had the ball in his hand five or six times and he's fumbling once – I could understand Bill saying, "You know what? This kid's not ready to protect yeah. the ball in a game. We got to sit him." Yeah, I, I'll, I'll totally not, not that Bill needs my okay, but you know, I totally understand that I don't have all the information. That's yeah. the but best the only, argument you can make. It could be, yeah. and, and but the only reason why we take the other side is because we've seen it so many times with rookies who fumble, then they get put on the bench. Yeah. You know, so, so Andre, um, but. Could all of them have trouble in practice? Yeah, I guess they all could. Yeah, and I know with with Stevenson in his rookie year, they were upset with him because they didn't feel like he was ready to play. They yeah. they called his professionalism into yep. question Ivan. early early on in his career. And now, to his credit, I don't think anybody would call his professionalism in, into question anymore, ever. Yeah, yeah nope. he came in out of shape, failed the conditioning test as a rookie. Uh, let's go to Connor down the street in Foxborough. What's up, Connor? Connor. Wow. Connor. Okay. It's Connor. Connor. Uh, it's Connor from Foxborough. Take one more email. Uh, Donnie in Pittsburgh. There are no exceptions and no excuses. This has to be a get-right week for the offense. I know the Jets are seen as a solid defense, but this will be the first game we play with the better quarterback on paper. Mac must assert himself and improve his offensive unit compared to la- the two last weeks. I brought up the box score when I called Tuesday. <laughs> 0-3-0 for the first three quarters is unacceptable. As a fan, I won't be satisfied with a 13-10 or similar score to last season. I need to see at least three touchdowns by the offense, we'll preferably one in every quarter. Is that an unfair expectation? Yes. Well, if there's a cyclone. Well, we got to ask the Tropical Cyclone about that one. Yeah. <laughs> or the Jets defense. Well, I mean, I don't think three touchdowns is out of the ordinary. That's what they do. Three scores. Like it was 17 this week. It was 21. I mean, 20 because they missed an extra point the week before. We went for two, right? Yeah. yeah. And they didn't get it. But, like, I don't think that's out of the realm. No. Three touchdowns? I don't think you're asking no. for them. That's what they've done. They've scored three times in both games. Yep. I, I just – I don't understand what difference does it make who the other quarterback is. Like why are they? Why is more expected of the offense in this right. game because the other team's because the, the other team's quarterback isn't good? Right. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'd say the defense. Like you got to get after him. You got to force him into yeah. mistakes. That's the thing with Zach Wilson for me. But I mean, for Mac, it's it's about that Jets defense. Well, listen, and that's a, that's I mean, a tough if, the, task. if the offense can do well this week, it's a big 
uplift because you did it against one of the league's best defenses. Sure. So yeah. it's a great. I'm sure Dallas yeah. feels better about their offense this week than they did the first week. Yeah. Right. Because they did it against a good defense and they performed better. All right. Matt, it's that time of the week. Paul, what happened last week? Well, we're putting last week behind us. Oh, not a good week. Yeah, it's bad I, for Paul. I, I, I know. At, at one point, live. at one o'clock, I was perfect, and then things went sideways. I knew, I think, I I think knew I live was, it wasn't good. Yeah, I think I was really bad with the spreads this week. Yeah, um, Fred continues to perform well. Um, just trying to get my glasses ready here. Readers, hold, hold, please. I can't see so good. Um, you put your sweater on too. <laughs> Hello, children. Leave Grandpa, leave grandpa alone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. Uh, Freddie, 11-5, tied with Evan at 11-5. and five. Oh, wow, that's a lot better than that. Oh. So good solid week uh, week two for you guys. Mike, 10-6. and six. Okay. Good for you. Not bad. Alex, 9-7, and seven, and Paul. Wow. Ooh, wow. 7-9. and nine. What? What happened to the field of the league? Yeah. Although he has the feel for the league. Yeah, he's got <laughs> Fred's, um, Fred's the one with the field. So with the spread – this is ugly. Evan, 10, 5, and 1. Nice. That's making money. Now that's good. Yeah. Followed by Fred, who continues his strong start, 9, 6, and 1. Then Alex, Noin. 6, 9, and 1. Noin. <laughs> Noin. Mike, oh, no. 5, 10, and 1. Yeah, that's bad. And Paul. Wow, Paul. Paul. What happened? 3, 12, and what, 1. What's going on over there? 12 and, that's a hole that you're going to have trouble getting out Don't of. worry about it. we got a lot of weeks left. Okay. We'll, put a, fo- we'll put a football in it and All move right. on. Wow. So I, I did kind of think to myself, there's no way I'm following up that last week. But, I mean, last year. Uh, so overall, here we go. Freddie, 23 and 9. Mike and Evan, 20 and 12. Alex and Paul, 16 and 16. That's as pathetic Perfectly as it comes. Adequate. Uh, with the spread, Freddie, 20, 11. Oh, making money. 11. <laughs> wow. And one, followed by Mike and Evan, 16, 15, and one. All right. All right. Alex, That's cute. 14, 17, and one. And Paul, Ooh. 12, 19, and one. I don't know what's going on with him over there. Wow. I don't know. See, even you think I have a feel for the league. You're a little disappointed I, in this, I'm no? A, I'm shocked. Plus, he goes I did last. Lose a c- you I go last, so maybe you get thrown off by all the, everybody else's picks. I, I don't. Last. I don't even know who you guys <laughs> pick. <laughs> I don't know who I pick either. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. Um, in tonight, all, in all fairness, I don't know who I pick. on Prime Video eight fifteen. The one and one Giants are at the two and oh 49ers. Uh, the Noiners by ten and a half. Noiners. Oh, jeez. Um, Oh, I'm going to take San Francisco, but uh, I'm going to take the points for the Giants. I'm thinking maybe they can build off of their end a little bit. It just seems like a big spread. I know San Francisco is really good, but I am. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to pick the Giants to, to make it t- tighter than 10.5. I'm going to go Niners. I'm going to go with Mike. I'm going to go with Mike. Oh, can sorry. you give me Alex's picks yes. while, oh, yeah. while Evans picking? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mike as well, and uh, and say that the Giants covered the spread Thursday night. You know, you don't see a ton of of one sided affairs like that. So. That is true. However, I am going to uh, lay the points with the Niners because of Saquon Barkley. I just feel oh, like yeah, he's he's factor. such a big part of their offense. I'm gonna roll the dice and see if they can cover. Uh, Alex had 49ers and 49ers lay the points. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, it's easy to say, oh, it's not going to be that big a gap. But 
I have wasn't even thinking about Barkley. I'm just thinking it took everything in their power to come back against the Cardinals last week, and so I'm going to go 49ers to cover. I, you know, they're they're good. They're a good team. Yep, yeah. I would say in your power rankings, they probably number one right they're now. They're one right? in my power rankings. Yeah. Not that anybody cares. Them or Miami. Yeah. Well, you know it's funny. You, you. <laughs> I don't think I have Miami in my five. <laughs> oh no. And I think, I think I forgot. Maybe that might explain my three, twelve, and one. Uh, okay. Moving to Sunday, one o'clock. The one and one Colts are at the two and zero Ravens. Uh, Baltimore by seven and a half. Is this Anthony Rich? Do we know if An- uh, yeah. it, it looks like it's trending toward um, uh, Gardner Minshew? Minshew. Minshew. I like Minshew though, um, but it's at Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore, and I will lay the points. And Alex is doing. Where is it? Okay. Do I have to look at my Slack? Sorry, Ravens. Ravens. I'm going Ravens. Ravens as well. Lamar Jackson MVP. Front runner in my book right now, Lamar Jackson. Him and Tua. <sighs> no, not Tua. You know, I, I'm tempted to take the hook, but I'm so far behind I can't do it. I'm going to take Baltimore <laughs> both ways. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens both ways too. Colts have been a little better than I thought they would. Yeah, but and I'm worried yeah. that without the quarterback, they yeah. take a step back offensively. Yep. Uh, Sunday at one, the one and one Titans are at the one and one Browns. Browns by three and a half. Three and a half. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee Ooh. on the upset pick of the week. Oh. Death, taxes, and Mike taking Mike Rabel. That's right. Uh, Alex is um, – is where the heck is this one? Oh, jeez. Browns, she took the Titans with the points, though. I'm taking the upset, too. I'm taking the Titans. I do not – think the Browns have done anything offensively to be impressive and for some reason Vrabel always wins weird games like this so I'm taking the tight yeah I agree with you guys that Vrabel tends to win more games than you think you know uh, but um, I just think Cleveland's better and uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Browns to win and cover I was tempted to take the uh, Titans as well but but now they're on it so you can't I'm gonna hedge it I'm gonna take uh, the Browns but I'm gonna take those points didn't uh, Watson have some issues last week yeah he was terrible playing Nick Chubb had the issues no but after like did he push somebody there was contact with a ref that the NFL deemed to not rise to I think that was the the wording was not rising to the level. Okay. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's looked like like okay. garbage. Yeah, he he's my garbage. fantasy quarterback. And he Nick, looks awful. And Nick Chubb is dead. Yeah. Well, not literally. Yeah. So well, I, I NFL dead. I will <laughs> take the points. Um, one dead. o'clock. The two and zero oh Falcons are at the one and one Lions. Lions by three. Mm. Ooh, I like this game though. I, I was saying on the halftime show how much I um, yeah. This is a fun game. I just enjoyed Atlanta. Um, and, I, you know, Detroit is at home, so I'm going to take Detroit, but I'm going to take the points for Atlanta. I think it's going to be a close one. I'm going to take the Lions. I'll take them to cover. I just can't trust Atlanta on the road yet. I think they are. They do have something brewing, but that's a tough spot. Yeah, Alex, Lions, Lions. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions, Lions too, but I agree with you guys about the Falcons. I think they have a semblance of a good young core with London and Pitts and Robinson, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, that's you know if that if they can hit on those and have you know get those guys on a second contract together, and all of a yeah. sudden you're you're dealing with a pretty good 
core of offensive players. Just keep picking in the top ten, and you'll get good players. Yeah, no, yeah. but and they taking have, offensive but skill players. But you have to yeah. hit on them too. Oh, like, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say like the, you know, Drake London. Oh, hit. I mean, I, I think it looks like he's pretty good, but yeah. you know, sometimes you take those guys, they don't pan out. Yeah, yeah. Robinson's cool. This he's, is a good. This is a good game to fade, um, <laughs> if you're a sharp. So you got the Falcons. Uh, because you, I anyone that says they know who these two teams are right now. I don't think they're telling you the truth. Lion. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Falcons uh, for the upset. Um, okay, Sunday at 1, the 2-0 and Saints are at the 1-1 one and Packers. Packers by 2. The pack by 2. Any any word on Christian Watson? He's, I think Is he he's still out. Still out yeah. yeah, that's all right. I'm going to take Green Bay, and I'll, I'll lay the points. I'm going to take Green Bay. Oh, sorry. Alex. Packers, Packers for Alex. I'm going to go fans. I'm going to go Packers, Packers as well. Saints defense really good, but that offense not so much. Yeah, I agree. Uh they miss Camara um and I will take the Packers as well. I mean, uh, you you're starting to see just how much Camara did for that offense. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the Packers both ways. If it was in New Orleans, I might be a little different, but it isn't. Sunday at 1. 0-2 Texans at the 1-1 one one Jaguars. Jags by Noin. Nine mm. points. Uh, Noin. Alex is going Jags and Jags. And, yeah, that's a division. I'm going to take Jags, but I'm going to take those points. I think it's a close one. The Texans have a ton of injuries on top of not being a very good roster, so I'm going to go Jaguars both ways. Yeah, I'm going to take Jacksonville both ways too. Um, I think they're probably kicking themselves. They missed a lot of opportunities last week. I think they cleaned some of that up. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence has yet to play a full 60 minutes of good football. I think this week, because of the competition, he should and will. So I'm going to take Jaguars both ways. Sunday at 1, the 0-2 Broncos are at the 2-0 Dolphins. On the road again for the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> Miami by 6.5. Actually, the first time this year. But oh, anyway. Oh, yeah. oh is it? Um, yeah, I gotta, I'm going to go with Miami, and I'm going to lay the points. I, I just Recency bias for me. I thought they looked really good. I'm going to stick with them. Alex. Alex did the... Where is it? Okay. Sorry. All right. Move on. Let's move on. Evan? Uh, Dolphins. Both ways. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami both ways, too. I was thinking about taking the points, but I think they beat them by a touchdown. I think a certain head coach called another certain head coach who was his friend and gave him some tips, and I'm going to take those points. (laughs) So Dolphins win. But Sean Payton called who? Belichick? Parcells? Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Be- Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Belichick and Payton are friends now. Oh, they were friends. Who let the Dolphins go. Never mind. Yeah. Right. You're right. So you got you got Miami to win, but Denver to cover? That's right. Just don't turn it over. Would it um you could never Alex, find No, Alex did the Dolphins but took the points for the Broncos. Okay. Uh, Sunday at 1, the 0-2 Chargers are at the 0-2 Vikings. Vikings by 1. Somebody's got to win. Oh, oh, Vikings by Not 1. Necessarily yeah. <laughs> there are times. Um, man, I, I, this is, these are two very similar teams and, and well, it's one point similar spread, features. Mike. Um, but I'm going to go I'm going to go with LA, baby. Let's uh I'll go with LA. I'll take those that one point. I'm taking the Vikings at home. 
because I do not trust the Chargers to win a road game. Yeah, I think both of these teams are very similar in that they're just not that good. And for some reason, people still think they both are. Um, Especially the Chargers. But I'm going to I'm gonna take the Chargers on the road because I think they're a little bit better than Minnesota. So Alex did too. Yeah, Paul, I, I'm surprised we're on the same page here. I think the Chargers have a big offensive game. Big offensive game. Kirk this Cousins week. at 1 o'clock, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to take the Chargers uh, for that one. Uh, 1 o'clock, the 1-1 one and one Bills are at the 2-0 and o Commanders. Buffalo by 6.5. <laughs> Buffalo by 6.5. And a half. Uh, Alex took the Bills, but the Commanders points. Um, but I am going to take the Bills, and I'm going to lay the points. 11. Um, this is tough because uh, Sam Howell's actually looked played great, pretty decent. I'm going to take Buffalo both ways, though. I just think they're a much better team. But I, the Commanders are a little sneaky, a little sneaky. I'm going to take Buffalo both ways too, but I'm watching. Yeah. Watching you. I'm watching you, Buffalo. Yeah. I want to see if you handle this. This is a spot the last few years that they would stumble. Mm. You know, on the road against not a terrible team, but not a good one either. And they sort of roll the balls out there and see what happens. And they either win by, you know, a closer game than it should be. They're kind of like Baltimore like that. Baltimore does a lot of those. Bored. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, yeah. you know, you look up and it's like 17-13 in the fourth quarter. And you're like, what's going on in that game? Yeah. But I, I'll take Buffalo. I will be root, root, rooting for the commanders. But I have the Bills winning both ways. So. Yeah. All right. Now we skip over the Patriots. And we go to the one four oh five game. It's the 0-2 Panthers at the 1-1 Seahawks. Seattle by six. Good chance there is no, no Bryce Young, right? Bryce Young. Yeah. And that's the case. Seattle at home. I will lay the points. Alex did the same. The worst offense in the NFL right now is the Carolina Panthers, and they might be down there starting quarterback, so I'm going to take Seattle both Do ways. the math. See, I'm going to take Seattle both ways too, but I wonder if it actually helps them. You know, I, I think Bryce Young is Less fine. Less pressure. You know, yeah. but he's not ready. I watched a you know, good chunk of that Monday night game the other night, and if he wasn't able to just pull it down and run, they had a hard time moving yeah. the ball. Um, although he did put a pretty good drive at the end of the game. They were down 10 and had one of those, oh, by the way, touchdown drives, and he did a good job, you know, with the clock. They I'll just, take Seattle both ways. They <laughs> traded DJ Moore for the pick to draft Bryce Young, and now they have no receivers <laughs> in Carolina. Yeah, Adam, so. Adam Thalen was like the only guy he was throwing yeah. to. Yeah, I'm going to take Seahawks both ways in that one at home. 425, the 2-0 Cowboys are at the 0-2 Cardinals. Dallas by 12.5. 12.5, that's a lot. Um, but I think that's that's enough. I'm going to take Dallas, and I'll lay the points. Uh, Alex did the same. I'm going to take Dallas to cover. Micah Parsons, is he like the best player in football? Oh, my gosh. You know, not quarterback edition. I mean, that's, that's next week, too. Like. He Patriots is got him animal. next week. Yeah, I mean, that's a big sp uh, spread on the road, but I'm gonna, I am gonna, can't take the points. I'm going to take Dallas both ways, too. Yeah, this is a hammer and nail game. I'm going to take the Cowboys both ways. Uh, 425. Cardinals are the nail. What? 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 Uh, 425, the 0-2 Bears are at the 1-1 Chiefs. Chiefs by 12 and a half. Oh, boy. A lot of controversy for Chicago this week. Yeah. Um, don't love it. Hard not to take Kansas City and lay the points, and I'm going to. 
I don't love taking that many points with the Chiefs right now either because I don't think that they're firing at all cylinders yeah. quite yet. But the Bears are such disarray. I, I got to take the Chiefs both ways. Alex did Alex too. Alex did too, yeah. Twelve and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go with the flow. Kansas City both ways. Yeah, there was a subpoena issued in Chicago for the offense to show up. <laughs> But it won't. Uh, Chiefs both ways. Get arrested. Defensive coordinator too. Yeah. All right. Now we move to Sunday night on NBC. Oh, this is the night game. Yeah. Oh. The one and one Steelers are at the one and one Raiders. Gross. What a bad game. Yeah, this will be the one I'll be watching. Raiders by two and a half. Raiders. Wow. All right. That's that's spun around on my sheet. Um, Tough one. I did watch some of Vegas against Buffalo last week and was not impressed. Um, and I know Pittsburgh's still been struggling to get things going. I'm going to go with the home team. I'll take Vegas. I'll lay the points. I'm going to go with the home team is two. Home team two. Body clock, weird body clock game. Traveling across the country. Yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I I, I don't know why. I mean, they're kind of the same, these teams, and you should go with the home team, but I'm going to – for some reason in my mind, I think Pittsburgh's better. Yeah, this is a a complete uh, gut – pick for me not that any of the others aren't but i'm going to take the steelers as well for the road upset what if alex, alex had raiders but steelers plus two and a half so wait, tight we, have a, one. we have a monday night doubleheader again yeah we, do. we got a paul perillo special All right Another now, paul perillo so special we didn't talk about it like i just brought it up you guys didn't like it oh i did no i i i thought i, I like the idea of being able to like yeah, switch back and forth. It's a little I taste of you Sunday. Know me, I hate commercials. We don't get that. We don't get it. Yeah, right. You know, and then so neither I, of them are streaming. Did you, you not can... like it, F? The I liked two it. Games? I, I liked, I liked it. having them both mm-hmm. at the same time, and you, I thought they did a good job of keeping you up to date. You know, like so, like if you were watching one and something was happening, they got you over there. Yeah, yeah. Did you not uh, like the experience? Maybe? I fell asleep in the first quarter because yeah, I was now, exhausted. now, yeah, now in all seriousness, it was it's coming off a night That's game, fair. and <laughs> and neither game was was you know. Yeah terribly compelling the start of the pittsburgh cleveland game was exciting but because of all the ineptitude because it was drunk yeah. there was there was four turnovers in the first like 10 minutes of that game uh 7 15 on abc uh the 2-0 eagles are at the 2-0 buccaneers uh philly by five five um i know that the tampa's showing a little juice here um we're seeing some hype for baker mayfield but I don't think it's enough. I think Philadelphia is going to really start to kick into gear here. I will take them and lay the points. Philly rolls. That's all I got. You're taking the points, did you say, Mike? I know I'm laying the points. Oh, you're laying the points. And Alex did the same. Yeah, I'm going to take Philly both ways, too. I, I think Tampa, um, I give them a lot of credit. You know, find a way to win a couple of games to start the year. I don't think they're very good. 2-0 and because you don't like Baker Mayfield. That's your problem. Uh, well, that, uh, ben, that's true. Yeah. I don't think Tampa's very good because I think their quarterback stinks. That is accurate. Uh, I am going to go with the Buccaneers to cover. Uh, Eagles win, but the Buccaneers don't lose by the points that were said. That's, that's gambling parlance. Yeah. <laughs> so so is covering. Me. That's covering. Uh, 8-15 on ESPN, the 1-1 one one Rams are against the 0-2 Bengals. Bengals by two and a half. Wow, this line has moved from my sheet. Um, wow, what did it say on your sheet? Six and a half. Huh? Really? Yeah. Bengals? Oh, Bengals. So the money's coming in. Um, I mean, Puka Nakua, you, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'll lay the points. Upset of the week. Oh, 
Rams. I just I look at Joe Burrow and I I don't see Joe Burrow. I I see a guy with a calf injury of himself, <laughs> and I'm actually pretty shocked that the Bengals haven't shut him down for a couple weeks. And yeah, if yeah. they lose this one, they, that that could happen. I, I I think it's a get right game. I'll take the Bengals, Alex, much like last year. Yeah. Alex Bengals Bengals. I'm going with the Rams, both ways. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yep, you know it, Paul. Rams win. Bengals go 0 and 3. Woohoo! All right, now we go back to one o'clock in New Jersey. Uh, the 0 and 2 Patriots are up against the 1 and 1 Jets. Patriots by two and a half. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to get away from my pick for that so, I made on PUT. So Patriots by two and a half. Yeah. So that's five and a half. That's because on the road right. you get three. You get three. So that's extra you bad for the works, Jets. Yeah, but actually, that that's happening less and don't, less don't, now. Don't, but. don't, 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 <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Don't bring uh, logic into this, Evan. I, I am going to take New England. No, he's um, like, don't, don't get me going. <laughs> but I think it's 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 going to be points are going to be at a premium, um, and so I'm going to say Patriots thirteen to six. I'm I'm taking the Patriots. I I just feel like even post Brady. They still win games against Zach Wilson's of the world. They don't lose these types of games against lesser quarterbacks, but I think there's going to be a little bit more scoring than other people do. I don't know how they get there. Might be defensive touchdowns. Marcus Jones, well, he might not play. So <laughs> Pop Douglas, yeah, like I, 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 I don't know. Uh, 2017 Patriots. Oof. Yeah, I am uh, the uh, the formula for Patriots success uh, in in recent vintage is have the other team's backup quarterback playing, and that is the case. <laughs> So I am on the Patriots. I think that they are um, they're the difference between the two quarterbacks is the difference in the game. And uh, I think maybe 17-13 New England. I think Zach Wilson throws one or two to you, and that's the difference in the game. Yeah, this weather. Yeah, has this me weather. Going, I was, what was I that? Was, I was with Evan before what I heard about have? the cyclone that's coming. Uh, um, and I thought that there'd be more points. What's the over-under in this game? 30 37. 37. Yeah, I I thought that I was going to go with the over. I'm going to stick with the Patriots scoring in the low 20s. So I'm going to say 23-10 Patriots. Ooh, I like that one. Alex's Patriots, 24-13. 24-13. That's Alex. Okay. So we're all on the Patriots. Shocker. You got to be this we're week. We're all I mean, it's, on the under. I mean, I do think the game is going to be tight, um, and, and weather could really just make it a coin flip of who makes that one big play at some point in the game. But I just think the Patriots need it more than the Jets do right now, and, and that's going to make the difference, I hope, I think. Yeah, I just can't see Bill think. losing to Zach Wilson. I yeah. can't that's see it. That's me. That's yeah. where I am. If yeah. if Aaron Rodgers were playing in this game, I would not have the oh, same I, pick. I, no. would, I would pick the Jets. I'd be, I'd be scared yeah. to death. Um Mike, in your uh, roundtable hmm. this morning, yeah. Any interesting? Oh, um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, oh, haven't gone through. No, I haven't gone through oh. them yet. I, I've gotten some of them back. Oh, well, I did some my requisite immediate no, return. Did. Fred beat you though. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Fred's wow. quick. I got He's I got, got nothing going on. He's just sitting in there waiting. I for wonder me. if you got in before <laughs> me. <I'm> nothing <laughs> going on. When's the roundtable? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Fred's calendar. I pride myself on being the first responder. Probably the busiest one. Of course. Of course. I don't know about that. <laughs> Have we had a meeting? <laughs> sorry, sorry, I got to do this right now. Speaking of that, I um, okay, so I think we all see the same kind yeah. of a game. Um, points would be sort of fluctuating based on the amount of turnovers. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. 
Can't have them. I see some some pick threes, as Paul oh. likes to call them. There you were know? a lot of pick threes in this game last year. Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. I can't remember in week three being like this, like, oh, God, it's a must win. You well, know? Probably 2001. I mean, at least it's you not know? Aaron Rodgers. Like, if, if this was Aaron Rodgers, then I think all of us would be picking 0-3 well, right well, also, now. Well, yeah. so. if it was any other team but yeah. the Jets, like yeah. if you're playing the Bears this week, I'm like, okay, right. got to win it. But if you lose against the Jets after 14 straight wins and Zach Wilson's the quarter and you lose, that can't happen. Nope. That cannot happen. Telling you right you now, it cannot happen. Cannot be made this to will look not ridiculous. Stand. That would get really ugly when you really think about it. If they if they lose for the first time in seven years to the Jets to Zach Wilson, that to go zero and three. That could be really. That could be a ball no. game right no. there. Look out below. And then down. And then off to Dallas. And then off to Dallas Whew. on the road. It's but tough. then they beat Dallas. They upset right. them. You no, feel better? Then everything's good I again. I never feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. You, you, but this you goes, never feel This better. goes back to what we were talking about at the top of the show. Every week has its own life. Yeah. And things can really change quickly if you get that big win against a team that's good like Dallas. You know? I mean. Got to beat the Jets. I, 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 I can't even get to that yet. Um, but that's going to be another big challenge too. But I, I got a lot of respect for the personnel the Jets have. And, you know, I, I know that these games have been closer lately. And, yeah, we'll see. The turnovers. What's his name? Uh, Douglas? The uh, GM over Joe. there, Joe yeah, Douglas. Joe Douglas. Douglas. He's yeah. done a pretty good job so far. He's yeah. had a lot of high picks. Yeah. yeah, he's built. Well, he's a lot of high picks, but he's picked some good guys besides yeah. Zach Wilson. <laughs> True. That's Was one. that his pick? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is sh- like that in itself yeah. is tells you how good they've done with the rest of the roster. Because if you yeah. pick a number two overall quarterback and he stinks, that's usually well, a ball game. I yeah. have I I know we're coming up against it. Um, we're gonna get ready for uh, catch twenty two, but. I think we need to have a segment at some point to talk about the current state of quarterbacks coming out of college because I think we've lowered our bar. I think Trevor Lawrence was a blue chipper. But other than that, all these guys that have come out, these aren't the quality quarterbacks that we're used to being seeing at tops of drafts. Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow is, but... I mean, it's a lot of traits, guys. Herbert, Herbert, a lot of guys with traits. Uh, you know, so, I, you don't think Herbert's any good? Good. You could say that well, he's well, not going to win. Well, wait a minute. Did I say that? I I, I I just said Herbert, and he said eh. as a prospect. Right, but that's what a, I'm saying. He's got all the tools. Yeah, yeah he was a great prospect. Uh, that's, <laughs> but thank you. But there's a lot of guys like have had all the tools that don't pan but out. Her, but like Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, and Herbert are four legit legit prospects coming out. This quarterback class coming up. Don't get bar yeah, started like on la- that. Last well, year, no, but people, last year was a down. Caleb Williams is he? No. That, is he Hello. really that good? They're playing his music. <laughs> wow, is, is he that good? <laughs> oh, he's, so you just don't like anybody? Caleb you Williams. Don't think Caleb is Williams the real is deal. any good. Now, l- listen. Yeah. There's been guys that bust in the NFL. I'm not telling you he's bust proof, but the guy's tremendous. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, he's he's really good. Him. Uh, Do you ever watch any USC games? Yeah, he's good. Drake Drake May, really good from UNC. Uh, Schroeder Sanders from Colorado, who, but Dion said that he might go. Shador. He he might go back. Oh yeah, because of NIL, he gets well, he's paid. making more money. Yeah. He'll have to take a pay, he have to take a pay cut. <laughs> right. He already he already has a Rolls Royce. I, I heard about that. I feel like Tom, with Danny and Thomas Tom, and at TCU, Tom have to Brady take a pay cut to go to the NFL. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, well, he's mentoring him. Oh, is he? Yeah. 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 Wow. 
Yeah, that kid's going to be good. Is that just poor to you? I could well, tell. No, I could look at the disappointment on your face. No, you know what? I'm I'm kind of impressed. What what if what I'm if I'm kind of impressed next... that probably Deion Sanders reached out to Tom Brady and said, "Can you mentor my kid?" Yeah, I'm he, impressed. He's signed to uh, TB12 brand. And uh, what if he's the next quarterback? I, I'm, of this team? I'm impressed by that. Like maybe uh, you know Deion realizes what? he doesn't what have all the answers. What if he's the, the next coach of the team? Well, like Prime, Coach Prime, <laughs> Coach Prime, and his son with Tom Brady mentoring the son. I like it. I like it. Oh god. Oh god. You see how easy it is? You guys make fun of my shows. That's how easy it is. You could just go just off like that fantasy we guys, yeah, right. in a blink. <laughs> yeah, there we are. All right. Uh that's it for our show. Catch twenty two with Alex and Evan coming up next. Pre-game social on Sunday, ten forty five. All right. Yes. And then, of course conventional the, time. The game ten forty five. The post game. So it's a big weekend. Final live read. And make sure you listen which so one, Alex will tell you just you how good Caleb read? Williams is and, and you won't be worried about what I, Fred's I already thinking. did Bob's. I already did it. All right, I'll do, do I, it again. I'll do pay, uh, Toyota again. If you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.